All right, so uh, if you're going to watch Batman 1989, the Michael Keaton version with us, uh, we're about to start it right now, so go ahead and sync up. First off, um, welcome to another edition of Dropping That Culture with JD and AJ. I'm JD. And I'm AJ, and I'm obviously way more into, like, let's just watch it. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. (laughs) But just for those of you who are in the know, we're doing our very first watch-along today. And our choice for our very first watch-along is a movie that we both hold very near and dear to our heart, and a lot of fans do as well. That would be the 1989 version of Batman, directed by Tim Burton, uh, produced by John Peters and John Goober, and also written by uh, Sam Hamm and Lawrence Scorn, which I'm happy because it's very rare that you have screenwriters whose names rhyme. That's true. So, (laughs) So I really enjoy that. But because of the fact this is a watch along, and what we like to do with these type, like, type of shows or whatever is basically just give you some uh, factoids as we watch the experience, uh, like just like you guys are. Uh, we're going to give you an indication as to when to start. Uh, we're going to keep make sure it's not too loud, so to uh, not have any sort of copyright issues with Warner Brothers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, like I said, we're going to make it as, as an enjoyable experience as possible as we make fun of this really, really seminal piece of superhero film uh, um, cinema. Cinema history? Cinematic history? Cinema, cinema, uh, yeah. Superhero cinema film history. Uh. You're leaning into the geekiness, but that's all right. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why anyone's watching this, because we're like yeah. uber geek fanboy or whatever, yeah. so. But first of all, I thought it would be cool if we started out with uh, how we first saw this movie. Oh, one of the uh, first indications was that we saw this movie. Now, for me... I don't remember a specific first time I watched this, but I do recall back in the day, used to come on HBO all the time. I mean, like, you could count on it, like, certain days, you'd be like, every two hours, it would come on. And this is, like, early 90s, so, like, it was really uh, a lot of uh, uh, craziness going on there. But, uh, like I said, it was really a lot of, um, a lot of reruns of types of, stuff, types of stuff like this. They would show this, and then eventually they would show, like, Batman Returns. They had a whole Batman day. And also, in another little factoid, my dad actually had the Prince uh, Batman album. So, like, Bad Dance and Scandalous and all that shit. So, you're going to sing along? Uh, certain parts, you know. <laughs> uh, actually, there's one part we'll get to, but, like, the, like uh, when the, the tourists or whatever at the beginning, there's one Prince part that just keeps playing over again. I never know what the song is, but it's like, see, future, no, 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 no. I just keep doing that over and over again. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, AJ. I, I also can't even remember a time where I hadn't seen it. I was definitely young. Um, I guess it was probably on VHS, something like that. It's probably the way I would have seen it. But uh, I do remember specifically Jack Nicholson as the Joker. And, you know, we've talked about this before. I didn't grow up with comic books. I didn't have comic books. That was never anything I was fortunate enough to have. So for me, the Joker and his portrayal is what actually got me into Batman and superhero movies and probably why it stayed my favorite forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also why I was one of those guys who was like, I don't think Heath Ledger's going to pull it off. And then thankfully he blew us all away. So, But that's a whole other thing for another time. Also another weird thing, I actually had one of the few toys that they actually had for this movie. They didn't have many toys. Um, now that I think about it, they had like maybe one or two things, but I had a Batman and it was very small little Batman, little plastic, all black Batman. And the trick of it was it had a detachable uh, grappling, like his belt or whatever. Like his utility belt was like a grappling hook. So you could yeah. detach the belt 
hooking onto something, and Batman would like scurry on up, <laughs> uh, like some little line that they had inside the doll. So I had that. Uh, that's one thing I do remember. Uh, like after the movie, when Batman returns and all that, they, they had all kinds of toys. Hey, Batman you know Returns. what? With I can't remember which one it was. If it was Batman or Batman Returns, but I had the grappling gun, mm-hmm. the full size one, right. and I had a Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was into it. Well, anyway, that's enough of this crap. It's been almost five minutes. Let's actually start the movie. All right. So uh, if you're watching along with us, we're gonna be pressing play now. All right. So obviously got the uh, Warner Shield and going into what Tom always talked about. Uh, Tom Mankiewicz, I'm sorry, using Tom. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to him about him all the time, that's why he, he kind of was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> Tom uh, always talked about this, the opening credits being the point in time in which you're supposed to set the table for your audience if you're looking at it as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had a lot of different ones you go to. Now, now the crazy thing about this one is um, I'm not sure what the table was being set for mm-hmm. because uh, it's just a lot of... I'm guessing CGI rock, like early 80s CGI rock. Either mm-hmm. that or it's practical. I'm not not super sure. I think it might be model. Is it model? I think it might be model. You think that's what we're doing? Yeah. We're doing the fly-through like it's, uh, you know, Vampire Strikes Back or something. Or actually, I guess it would be uh, New Hope. Yes, it would. <laughs> but uh, like I said, well, at the same time, to give me uh, Danny Elfman Batman March, which to me is the best Batman theme ever. Like, like they've done... I mean, it's solid. No, no, they've done different Batman themes before that. I mean, like, you could, you can go with the na 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 Batman shit from the 60s or the whatever the shit that Hans Zimmer does for the Dark Knight. That's a whole other discussion, though, because Hans, the stuff that Hans did when he was getting into it, mm-hmm. it was so much more specific in terms of themes for characters. Man. Yeah, I know, like, certain, uh, I think certain tracks, like, named after types of bats and crap like that or whatever. So he's very specific with that. But this Danny Elfman thing is just full-on, classic Hollywood, big score, lots of horns, lots of brass. And uh, still, like I said, it's, it's dope to me. And then, like I said, they actually current over to the animated series that used to come on Fox. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough. But, I mean, I guess for me, like, it's it, it's about two completely different types of Batman films. Actually, I guess there's, there's a total of three, right? So, like, you have... You have this Burton-esque kind of one that still kind of almost has a wink and a nod to the campiness of, like, what you had going on with the, the Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go with all, like, the wham and the bow, you know, bam and the pow and all the little, you know, comic book explosion shapes and all that shit. But mm-hmm. it's, like, it's something that, that's that's a little more accessible while still going at that origin side of things. It's something a little darker. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, like, the real seminal thing about this is it's the first really dark comic book anything done as a feature film True. and done by a major studio yeah and this is the part like like you can tell this whole city is just one giant matte painting <laughs> just about <laughs> so we're in uh, Gotham Square or whatever with the Monarch Theater which is going to be seen God knows how many times it's nearly Gotham's every scene movie. that happens yeah, in yeah. Gotham if and it's an exterior it's at the Monarch yeah exactly uh, but yeah we got the tourist uh, family here um, and of course they're being treated like shit by the uh Faithful of Gotham City. Well, you know, I mean, it's supposed to be based on New York. They got to make it somewhat realistic. Yeah. But yeah, it's based. It's supposed to be based on New York, but like more often than not, and uh, and mostly, especially uh, because of the Nolan movies, a lot of people can see Gangland Chicago as Gotham City. More well, than New York. and actually, to, to roll back, if I remember right, 
didn't I, I could have sworn because you're better on your comic book stuff than me, but I could have mm-hmm. sworn this was actually set up. Gotham was supposed to be was it Jersey? Yeah, isn't that what, what was actually the true like impetus behind it? Yeah, in terms of the actual, they would do like maps of like fictional maps of like where cities are in terms of like the United States. And Metropolis was supposed basically supposed to be Manhattan, and Gotham City was basically like New Jersey. Okay. So uh, they, they they did it in that particular way, or. You could say Metropolis is New York during the day and Gotham is New York during the night. Okay. Uh, but yeah, now we have got our, tur- our uh, tourist couple uh, going into the dark alleys of a major city, which is a horrible thing to do. Well, I mean, you always want to do that, especially if you're walking with small children. And, you know, passing by diseased, uh, <laughs> diseased uh, passers by. It's all jaundice. Boom. Uh, the husband gets attacked. Hey, do the kid a favor, lady. Don't scream. <laughs> and, you know, watching this poor crime happen. And then, of course, she screams. Yeah. And that catches the attention of the big bad bat sitting up there. Pretty much but so you, you, you can't yeah. even tell what it is right now. I mean, it's... Yeah, is it's, that animated? That almost looks animated. Yeah, it is animated, but, like, it's weird that he just sat there and just watched the shit just happen. I mean, it, it could basically be the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, we'll have to get to that. We get to how that ends. Yeah. The bell tower sequence. Yeah, it's basically the Phantom of the Opera. Well, right? that's that's what that's what they said. Apparently, yeah. they rewrote the ending after uh, uh, after I think Jack Nicholson. I can't remember who mm-hmm. else. One of the other guys went and saw Phantom of the Opera. And they're like, yeah. "Oh, we should redo this end." I like these guys. Yeah, the two diseased uh, stick up guys. My favorite thing is his earring, honestly, because nothing screams 1989, but yeah, like a band. They look awful to look at, man. They got they're all jaundiced. Yeah, all jaundiced. Got the uh, oh. Darkness under the eyes, and they got like pock marks. They're basic. Like they're basically meth addicts before mm-hmm. there was meth. Yeah, but he's like, but they're talking about the whole myth of the bat, and uh, actually very good descent from yep. the Batman himself in the shadows. Good wire work, gentlemen. Yeah. And, hey, listen, there ain't no bat. <laughs> you shouldn't put a gun in a kid, you know. You shouldn't put a gun. Hey, you want your money or not? Now shut up. <laughs> shut up. And then, of course, you hit the. Footsteps coming behind them. Very soft footsteps. Now, here's... Full <laughs> <laughs> we'll reveal of Batman. Now, that, the thing I like about that Batman move right there yeah. is it, it looks bah, bah. so much like like the back. prison guard in, uh, in, in the uh, Silence of the Lambs that gets strung up in the uh, cage, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can very much see that. But this one is not that guy. He no, definitely sh- not. Kicks the shit out of one. I'm going to kick you guy. through the door. And then Batarang. Boom. And the other guy, we're going gonna to dislocate your hip, apparently. Yeah, we could, but like basically just to string you up, just to get your attention. Turn him around. Pick him up very easily. Yeah, because, well, I mean, yeah. Michael Keaton's strong. Yeah, he can hold a, you know a full-grown that. man over the edge of a building. But like, it's nothing. Oh, just tell your friends about me. What are you? Oh, Batman. I was like that shot. <laughs> think, yeah. think about it, though. And then he, right? Boom, so he kicks one guy through a door, and he yes. throws the other guy down, mm-hmm. who, who doesn't have any problems screaming back up to the edge. It's like... It literally just like mugged a family, <laughs> and all he did was kick one guy in the chest, and that's it. He's like, "I right, give the other one a warning." Yeah, I tell the other one if you mess with me, if you, you guys do this again, then I might kick your friend again. <laughs> but now we are in apparently some sort of a setting here with it's a, a rubber chicken dinner, very much a rubber chicken dinner, uh, with District Attorney Harvey Dent, played by Billy D. Williams, here in this movie. Very charming, Billy D. Williams. 
And one Billy Williams always driving. True, but yeah. But um He was the original Wayne Brady. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, I wouldn't go that far. I would. Uh, uh, well, what have you ever seen the dark side to him? True, but it's like even, even when he's flip flopping on Han Solo at the end of the day, like, damn it, I still want that guy. You must have never seen like Lady Seaver Blues and all those movies. He has the dark side, man. Yeah, yeah, slightly, but even that's still not that dark. I'm just saying, mahogany, madam. Or Code Forty Five or something. Oh yeah, of course the of the the very. Astute dilettantes that are at the party themselves. The one missing is, of course, Bruce Wayne. Uh, and now we're in an apartment here in spacious Gotham City. Some interesting artwork too on the walls. Yeah, it's all. It's pretty much all the chick that lives there. Just pictures of her. Yeah, very large pictures of her. And we meet Alicia, played by Jerry Hall, who at that point was Mrs. Mick Jagger. No way! I didn't realize that. She was Mrs. Mick Jagger. Well, they kind of, they had like a multiple year common law marriage. But yeah, she's oh, okay, much, okay. So it wasn't like, but, like, she, but she's like, basically, she was basically, she basically, they had okay. kids together. She was basically Mrs. Mick Jagger. And apparently, her most recent relationship was fucking Rupert Murdoch. Really? Yeah, Fox News <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. So she knows. Did, did Rupert know? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume so. He's, I'm just saying, he's, he's getting up there, man. I would assume so. But yeah, but this introduces us to uh, Jack Nicholson, aka Jack Napier. You know he got a piece of the back end of anything related to Jack to the Jack Napier version of the Joker. Yes, anytime they utilize the name Jack Napier, they got to give him a shot. Because I mean that was a, that was a wholly original invention for this this version of the Batman. The only thing about it is I've only in, uh, in the many different versions of the Joker that we've seen throughout the years, and I've watched most of them. They've only utilized Napier twice. Really? Um, once in the Batman animated series, and another time uh, I think it was in Batman v Superman. Like the, uh, oh right, yeah, yeah. There's like a plant named Napier something, and uh, yeah. So it's only been out, utilized a few times, but yeah, he made bank on this movie. So yeah, he, I remember they were doing a, like behind the scenes thing on it, and he had this little bat symbol on his lapel. Was like I love this little symbol. I'm sure you do, <laughs> but <laughs> I think the estimates they say he made somewhere like close to like seventy million dollars. Good lord, in this movie, man, just from the back end. Well, and actually, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of toys, I just remembered. The, the only toy that I had, I might have had a little Batman, but I know I had a Joker mm-hmm. that had a little purple hat and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I was all about that, man. Okay, so I just looked up about the Jack Nicholson thing. Apparently, he received a $6 million salary for the actual movie itself. But on top of that, he received a large percentage of the box office gross, which was estimated between $60 million to $90 million. That's how much money he made. Well, this uh, one set a ton of records. Like, it was fastest yeah. to $100 million. Yeah. And then he said... Uh, At least back in the day. Yeah, and then I think he was uh, talking to uh, Jack Belanti of the uh, Motion Picture Association. And he was, ta- he was talking about uh, the top for Batman. He's like, I'm like, hey, so uh, Jack, tell me, what's the top for Batman? Jack Nicholson looks at him and like, man, there is no top for this one. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and he was right, though. At the time, it was huge. But uh, right now, while we're talking, we were missing the scene with... Uh, Eckhart, Lieutenant Eckhart, the corrupt Lieutenant Eckhart, and our first introduction to Alexander Knox, who was an original character from the comic. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm tripping about that. He was an original character from the movie. He's not from the comics. Eckhart also was not from the comics, but the very look and overall attitude of Eckhart was uh, later related to another popular character of the Batman universe, Harvey Bullock. You know, speaking of Harveys and yeah. Eckharts, yeah. 
kind of a little weird and funny that wasn't it Aaron Eckhart plays like, Harvey Dent mm-hmm. in The Dark Knight? So you got you still have this Eckhart Eckhart thing. <laughs> I know there's like no relation to what it played for. No, it's no, kind no. of a weird little. That was pretty good. Weird little thing. Mm-hmm. And then actually, I gotta say because I've heard people you know make jokes about you know fat cop and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But since he is like essentially a lazy, greedy sob, him mm-hmm. being ridiculously overweight. Yeah. Totally makes sense. It goes to character, right? You know, it's Porkins from Star Wars, right? Oh yeah, Porkins, and he's also the top men guy from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. top men. <laughs> that guy. So he's got some good work. But yeah, uh, have a little conversation here with uh, Jack Napier. You better be sure. Well, back then Jack was still dressing in black. And his uh, <laughs> also the introduction of this goo Bob, played by actor Tracy Walter. Poor Bob. He has such you know a tragic whole, life. You know the whole reason he got in this movie is because of Becky's friend with Jack Nicholson. Really? Yeah, Jack was <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, they just made the part for him. Like, Jack wanted him to. That's, that's like some entourage BS. For real? But that is, hey, <laughs> I want my homie to have a part in this movie, give him a part in this movie, and it just happened to be Bob the Goon. So, something, something I gotta say about the, the production design of this, the, the it's kind of, it almost looks campy and weird, right? Because you're looking at it through, you know, almost a 2020 lens at this point. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> but, like, even this scene right here where they're doing the, uh, the, the kind of little mini press conference out on the steps in front of City Hall. Or they're having a discussion, rather, I guess. Yeah. It's not a press conference. They're having a discussion about the 200-year 200, <laughs> 200 anniversary so they go on. Those large statues they've got mm-hmm. framing the door. Yeah. They, they even kind of have, like, it's almost like a nod to the, the Dark Knight sense of True, but as I'm watching now, I'm looking at the mayor who looks like Ed Koch. <laughs> right. And he's tripping about this damn uh, festival. Like, are we going to have a festival? Are we going to have a festival? The whole movie is just tripping about the festival. Okay, like, is this shit that important to you, bro? So, and also we're in uh, the Gotham, uh, I forgot, they actually never did name the actual uh, newspaper or whatever. But uh, Alexander Knox is walking in, he just got received a picture of what they think Batman looks like. It's, a giant. it's the Gotham Globe. Oh, is it Gotham Globe? Yeah, it just said it right there. Oh, and now, now Kim Basinger, Basinger, Basinger. I think it's Basinger. <laughs> but yeah, Kim Basinger. The love interest show, huh? Yeah, as Vicky Vale. Yeah. And I think, is this the only time in the whole thing we see her wearing glasses? With her hair pulled back? I believe so. This is the, this is the only time this look is utilized. Apparently, after she teams up to go win a Pulitzer. Yeah. Tracking down the Batman, she no longer needs her corrective lenses. Well, her, where her uh, hair is pulled back, I think, in another scene. But yeah, this is the last time we see the glasses. But uh, the thing about... Uh, the must must have had a screen test of no glasses. Actually, I'll get to The actual original actress meant for this was actually Sean Young. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, uh, Sean Young was cast as Vicky Vale. But uh, she unfortunately had a little bit of a horse riding accident prior to filming uh, because of the fact that, you know, uh, she got injured during that horseback incident. And the time it would take her to heal was, they, they were just basically going to work away for her, so they had to get a new actress. So they called Kim Basinger right away, because apparently she was suggested by uh, John Peters. And apparently she was, like, immediately cast. Like, uh, like between, well, then, but, uh, between the time of her getting the call to go do the movie and her being over there, I think she's, I think she said it was, like, well, look, a day. There's two <laughs> things when it comes to this film, right? Yeah. So you've got Jack Nicholson has been selected to carry it mm-hmm. because they, they I mean, you could almost call it you could almost call it the original Joker movie because you spend at least as much time if not more with the Joker mm-hmm. and Jack Napier than you do with Batman or Bruce Wayne yeah um, 
you know, and actually, I, I've heard, I've heard, what was it? Uh, I think Kevin Smith pointing out, like, just how little time you actually see Batman in Batman. It's so much more of everybody and everything else. But with with Kim Basinger's part, ba- mm-hmm. Basinger, right? Yes. Anyway, he's Basinger. With Vicky Val, with Vicky's part, you, you're not, you, you don't necessarily, I mean, obviously, you don't want to have somebody who's just going to stand up there and be all Mickey Mouse with, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to have anybody coming in that's going to be like you know putting on that Meryl Streep tour to force performance you need somebody who can hold the scene mm-hmm. and you know who's plausible as a love interest yeah true because I mean like you know it's not it's in no means like the, the Dark Knight setup where you, know, you need to have some crazy like over the top careerist kind of a chick like you're looking for I hate to put it this way but I had a teacher who used to put it like this you're looking for the girl to hold the bag while the man goes on the adventure yeah. Which is kind of the traditional way Hollywood used to do all these movies. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, it's, yeah. she's, she's not bad casting. Yeah, but I'm um, actually looking at some of the people they suggested for the Joker, and it's pretty weird. Like uh, Robin Williams really wanted it. Yes, yeah, he, he lied before it hard. That's one of the people. He was uh, crazy. But that. the other ones were Tim Curry, David Bowie. Didn't they have Willem Dafoe? Uh, no, uh, John Lithgow. Oh, no, Willem, no, but they were looking at Willem Dafoe for something. Probably. Uh, you know what? I think he was one of the ones they passed on for Batman. <laughs> I know. That would have been a weird one, right? That would have been a very weird one. They were going to one part. I don't remember which one because I remember what I heard about. I was yeah. like, that's Willem. All right. Yeah, but also uh, James Woods and the one that apparently oh, yeah, Tim, yeah, yeah. Tim Burton really wanted was Brad Dourif. For really? those of you who don't know, <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, Brad Dourif is the voice of Chucky, the killer dog. So the fact that, that he wanted that guy, he, wait, he had a great laugh and had a sinister voice, but I just don't think he had the, the physical screen presence that Jack Nicholson has. You know what I'm saying? So, well, speaking of Jack, he just got set up by Jack Palance, of all people. Yep. Playing his boss. Uh, by boss the way, person. I really like his desk. Yeah, I like his desk. I like his whole office. Well, that's the crazy thing about this when it comes to the production design. It's yeah. really heavily, like... It's got almost an Art Deco kind of a flair to it. I mean, it definitely has that same touch that all the Burton films have. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of kind of hard to describe. Because it really is, it's pseudo-Art Deco, but like a dark Art Deco. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to Antoine first about that. It's almost, got a, it's almost got a steampunk connection to it. Yes, it does. Very light, though. It's not heavy. It's not overdone. It's not like Hellboy or something. Yeah. But also, uh, going back to that, uh, you know... Yeah, we got uh, Palance as a Grissom. Actually, I, I going on YouTube, I actually looked up a bunch of his old, uh, when he hosted uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> so creepy. Because <laughs> he has that voice that, Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> well, the, the other thing, as long as we're talking about, you know, getting into the Alfred side of things. Oh, yeah. Michael Goff. Is this not the worst Alfred in the history of Alfred? <laughs> yes, he is. Michael Goff. He literally yeah. <laughs> does nothing but get in the way of the entire... Or heavily hint that there is something going on with Bruce With the exception <laughs> of somehow secretly being able to steal police files without being noticed when yeah, he walks in. Yeah, like, nobody knows this little feeble old man. At some around. point in time, does he stop looking mm-hmm. like he's actually supposed to be at a funeral home? Actually, funny enough, I looked up a bunch of his old horror. Uh, he used to be in, like, the Hammer movies back in, like, the 50s and 60s. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, he's in, like, the first, like, Hammer Dracula with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing and all that. And he played Dracula? No, he played, uh, he, he played one of the... Uh, <laughs> he looks like the undead he, man. No, nah, nah, when he was a younger guy, he's a lot more fetching. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, he played, like, I think he played, like, Arthur Holmwood, one of those, like, ancillary characters for the Dracula movie. 
But yeah, he that was how he got his start, man. Like more horror movies for Hammer and stuff like that. Okay, so now we're at Wayne Manor. Yeah. And apparently everyone in Gotham's like totally cool with going there because they also do underground gambling at Wayne Manor. Is that what's going on? They're shooting craps and doing roulette in his lounge like nobody gives a shit. And you got the police commissioner, the district attorney, and the mayor all shooting craps at his uh, office. And you got one uh, pesky uh, reporter (laughs) trying to ask them questions like, they're not going to answer you, bro. Like, we're trying to party right now. They're just trying to figure out how the hell you got in the door. Yeah. Yeah, this is one lady here with the big Dion Warwick hairstyle. (laughs) But I like this brother here. My name's Tim. Maybe he's cleaning that access chemicals. Just want to let you know that there were, uh, you know, yeah. two black guys in Gotham. <laughs> All of two. In 1989. And but hey, yeah. one of them was district attorney. <laughs> the other one was, other one, other one was, was cop. Other one was an ancillary beat cop. That was, that was progressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they uh, <laughs> brought back to a Robert Wall. They picked him to be the, uh, they picked him to be the comic relief for this particular movie. And it's not particularly funny. <laughs> but, uh. I liked him later in his later work, like his artist. That's that's a real main thing I liked him as an artist. Artist Michaels. This but, might be the last time you see anybody in a Batman movie smoking. Oh yeah, <laughs> you have everybody smoking around the uh, the craps table. Yeah, this is around the uh, early nineties where everybody's cracking down on that kind of stuff. Yeah, even remember in the James Bond movie, like at the end where they had the, the, the uh, no smoking disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're inside uh, Bruce Wayne's armory, just completely illegally going through this guy's house. Yeah, yeah. I like good house guests. Yeah, of course. What's, what's crazy, though, again, because I'm, I'm late to the game, so I'm learning all this shit way, way after the fact as far as the comic book side goes. I'm listening. What's crazy, though, is in this one, they've got, I mean, a majority of this stuff is, is actually English. Yeah. And from what I understand, he's supposed to have done almost all of his training and all this weaponry and everything is, is all... In the Far East. Yeah, and there actually is one reference here where like, with the Japanese suit of armor, which doesn't yeah. look at all Japanese. No, it doesn't. I've seen tons of it. Like, it's possible, mm-hmm. but that would be a brand new one for me. But yeah, really, what are they wings for? <laughs> <laughs> there was there was there a secret Japanese samurai who was yeah. like, able to fly and was a bat? Samurai fish man. <laughs> That's basically what it looks, it looks like. like. It looks like a flying fish. And then what was the deal with that World War One looking thing with the uh, the crazy mask when they first came in the door? Oh, with the wicker thing? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the wicker, I didn't get king, that. king of the wicker people. Yeah, it was. As it refers to him in the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and also I like Michael Keaton here as Bruce Wayne because he's just like just a weird, weird little guy. And uh, like, keep in mind, I keep saying little guy. Like, he's literally the smallest person in the scene because. Both Robert Wall and Kim Basinger are taller than him. Well, he's he's one of the. I think he is. Isn't he the smallest guy that ever played Batman? I believe so. He's one of the smallest, if not the smallest. Yeah, and actually, there's certain parts in this movie where he has the armor on, and you can see just how small of a guy he is. There's one one scene that we're gonna point out when we get to it, but it's later later on. But uh, I'll show you. But uh, like no. at this particular point, Michael Keaton was known mostly for comedy, it's like, like Mr. Mom. Well, <laughs> I read I read something that uh, what, what was the producer that we were talking about before? John Peters. No, no, no. Uh, more, uh, with the, oh, uh, uh, Benjamin Milliker. Milliker. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that when he supposedly when uh, when he heard that Tim Burton wanted Michael Keaton, yeah. he thought it was a joke. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, he was not into it at all, at least to start with. Yeah. Everybody did. This is like pre-internet, so like when, well, the, news, when the news broke out, people would lost their damn minds. In fact, I think at one point, well, it's probably about how I felt when I heard Heath Ledger was going to be Joker. True, but uh, like I think they actually burned a picture of uh, Michael Keaton in effigy. That's how, <laughs> I swear to God, that's how pissed off they were. Yeah. People were that mad when they heard about Heath too. Yeah. But like Heath, he went on and did an amazing job. Well, this is creepy. Yeah, of course. Um, like, old, Bruce Wayne, old Bruce Wayne has been escorted away by Alfred. Uh, but, but Alfred is doing it in the most direct way. Like, uh, perhaps you would like to go this way, son? <laughs> Could you excuse me, please? Yeah, but the creepy part here is now that we're back in the Batcave, yeah. apparently he's secretly taping everyone at his party. Like, oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't show the bathroom cameras, but I uh, wonder if he's got those. I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he does. He's sitting in a cave. Multiple models going throughout his house. I'm pretty sure he has a bat. A the other bat thing that's kind of weird too is him wearing glasses to watch TV. Yeah, this is like during that and phase. He's close yeah, this too. is this is during that phase where like actors were like wearing glasses just to look smart, not necessarily needing them. And uh, and why would Batman need glasses? Batman. Well, but I mean, like if you gave him reading glasses and he was reading, mm-hmm. for example, he's going to sit down and read like the police report. Okay, yeah. but like to sit like. Mm-hmm. Four and a half feet back from the television monitor, and I'm going to put on glasses to look at that. It doesn't make doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, it doesn't. But now we're back at Axis Chemicals. Uh, Eckhart here is leading the police force into the did you chemical plant. He never yeah. shaves. <laughs> never shaves. He, he's always, he always looks like he's drunk at work. He looks like he never shaves or never bathes. Like, yeah. Like that's, a, that's a good character. Just perpetually nasty looking. Do you think it was a choice, or is that how he looks? He's perpetually nasty fat dude. I hope it's a, I hope it's a character. Thing. Hope it's a choice. I hope it's just a character. But it was a character. Okay, so now if you were paying attention to the story and not listening to us, yeah. you would have would have heard that Jack Napier. Yes. His plan was to break into this chemical plant to steal the evidence and destroy it so that they wouldn't get in trouble for all the stuff and doing what's wrong. However, he has been set up by his boss intentionally so that he. Well, but, take, yeah, so but he here's but here's the thing yeah. though. He literally went in with a gang of, like, 12 guys to yeah. break into one safe to take some stuff, which, ideally, he should have had access to the combo to begin with because it's, it's an inside job, right? Yeah. But now, also, we get into this shootout in this chemical plant. One thing that always kind of bugged me was, like, this chemical plant was disgusting, number one. And it's like, a chemical plant. It should yeah, be disgusting. Yeah, at the same time, it's like, all this green and orange shit and everything. Like, it just seems, like, so unsanitary to be around and, like, it's chemically unsafe for anybody to be much less criminals or cops. Well, it's a chemical and, plant from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and every time they shoot something, they shoot another tank that shoots more chemicals out. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, this was, is... Yeah. Well, and again, you know, I've got to just pull a bunch of random levers and twist some stuff to try to get even more to come out. Hey, here's a high aptitude. Which we're going to find out later. Here's a high aptitude for chemicals, which of course includes like, pulling a bunch of levers and just letting stuff... Oh, I love that printer from 
we also didn't mention the Mr. Gordon played by Pat Hingle. Funny enough, everything else other than Batman movies that I've seen Pat Hingle in, he's always been a bad guy. Well, like, I mean, every, you can argue as to how good of a guy he was in this one. <laughs> but still, like, he's, like, uh, uh, he was an actor, bad, bad guy. But he was an actively bad, bad guy in everything else I've seen. Like, that's so gross, though. Like, all these cops just exposed to these chemicals, like, ugh. Yeah, but this is, I mean, to be fair, it's before people knew how bad meth labs were. <laughs> a long time <laughs> Well, yeah. and the other thing, too, is the way... I mean, look, every last one of these I like this part right here, and... Boom! <laughs> <laughs> probably the best Batman punch of the whole movie. Yeah. But literally, every last one of these cops, all these gangsters, everybody looks like they walked out in 1932. Yeah, I mean, even the way the Gotham cops dress. Yeah. Well, they always uh, make sort of like a pseudo-future past, almost. Like, uh, they have, like, old-timey cars. Everybody's walking around in the doors, but it's supposed to be, like, 1989. And... Yeah, everybody's in suits and stuff. They got like old, like six shooters. Yeah. <laughs> or Tommy guns. They have Tommy guns. Or too. Tommy guns, yeah. Like, why do you. Well, like, and even the cops. Look at them in the. Oh, yeah. If it do. wasn't a 1930s Chicago setup, the yeah. way those guys are dressed, yeah. you just about said they could stop them. Yeah. And then <laughs> now we got Batman right about the. That was a little confrontation with Jack Navier for the first time. Kicks the gun right out of his hand. Jesus. <laughs> but Bobby Doom gets the commissioner first. Bobby Doom! Well, Dick Gordon! Batman <laughs> has to contemplate this. And then Jack Darrow, very slowly. <laughs> I love this little conversation with Max out. But Batman just standing there smiling creepily. My favorite. done, and he disappears. My favorite part of this particular Batman mm-hmm. setup is, uh, is the Iron Man. Yes. I love, I love that he has to do a little black mask of eyeshadow. I believe that may be the first time they did that because after, like, this became the standard after this movie. Like, yeah, I mean, he did it several times. Because we watched all the Adam Adam one. Yeah, it's very cool. Here's my big But he does have amazing eyebrows drawn on, so he always looks surprised. <laughs> <laughs> we got Everything it. that happened with Batman, that one's like, what? Speaking of which, we got to do that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, right. he just killed that part. I'm pretty sure nobody's going to cry about And this is right here. Shoots Batman, back. ricochets back to his face. That's some extremely pinkish red blood. Yeah. And over the rail. Now, I read the original script. Now, what was supposed to have happened was the ricochet was supposed to have the bullet go straight through his face. You kind of see it a little bit, but it, like, it doesn't really... It looks like it went from cheek to cheek. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. It slips... Or and Jack falls into this, into this big vat of greenish, greenish liquid. You know? <laughs> you know, Pat Hingle's all pissed up. God damn it, Pat Hingle. Wow. You were there. <laughs> stop. Like, I'm going to stop for you. <laughs> the thing that is great about Batman is it's like, yeah. he's basically constantly stuck in a, uh, what do you call it, one of those uh, neck braces getting after an accident. Yes. And apparently, from what I understand, when they were doing testing, mm-hmm. he turned and it ripped a huge hole in the neck. Yeah. And so, so, out of necessity, because they couldn't get it to let him turn yes, without breaking. Yeah, yeah, he has to do the shoulder turn. Everything, turn, Everything's shoulder. a full body turn. A full turn. In fact, shoulder. I think I read somewhere, now or I heard somewhere, yeah. that it was that way until Christian Bale. Yes, it was. And we got back in the drainage ditch, and we got our first clips of the show. You get a hand. Well, no, see, but this is what's great. This is something Burns did that's fantastic. Yeah. He holds the reveal for so long. Yeah. I'll give you that. 
And then that hand popping out. I mean, that's very, very uh, reminiscent. Oh, she does uh, wear the glasses more than She does wear the glasses more than once. Though. And what actually, Beetlejuice was before this. Yes, it was. Like, a year before this. Right, but what I'm saying is that was part of what helped Keaton get the job. Because yes, even yeah. though it was a comedic role, it was really dark. Very dark. And then I think another movie that helped get the role, which I, can't, I think came around the same time, was Clean and Sober. With uh, Keaton as a drug addict. I didn't see that one. It was a good movie. He plays his, of course, he plays his drug addict. He loses everything. He's like in this, like, uh, uh, rehab program, and, and he, he, this, this is one of the first movies we really get to see uh, Michael Keaton's acting chops. She literally had the glasses on for 20 seconds. But she still wore them in, in the Just long enough to yeah. take them off to go to her date. Yeah, this is very awkward for his date, too. So, <laughs> we're having a date in a mausoleum. Uh, about 400 feet apart. How's the suit? Yeah, why would you have that big ass table for a first date? Why would you have a first date at your house? I mean, that's like, and, then, and here's the thing: her showing up is basically saying, "All right, I'm gonna get some." Yeah, yeah. We're like, okay, cool. <laughs> I guess we just had a soup first. <laughs> I'm gonna walk all the way down just to give you some pepper for this soup. Hey, <laughs> I mean, this is really this. Why would you have a date at this long ass table? Because mm-hmm. this is my house. I can do what I want. Yeah. Because I'm a billionaire, but I don't have to go out. Yeah, pretty much. But I do like how he saves it here. He's like, uh, she's like, you actually have dinner here? He's like, yeah. And that's why I was like, to tell you the truth, I don't actually think I'm going to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to save it, though. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very, very much in my keeping. Uh, yeah, well, with these crazy wood panel walls and everything, it doesn't, I mean, granted, I haven't spent that much time on the East Coast, but yeah. it looks more like, looks more like where James Bond's parents would have lived. <laughs> Sky like Paul. some old English manor. Sky uh, yeah. Paul Lodge or whatever. What, what's the, what's I mean, it the, definitely looks like old, old money. With a deer statue in the front of the house. Yeah. All right, now once we get to the kitchen. It's yeah, it's a lot, it's last, lot more relaxed, a lot less formal. He's sitting there having stories with Alfred. He's trying to actually be a good wingman for once. So yeah, he's blowing up his spot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Also, he actually, uh, there's another great BBC version of the Count of Monte Cristo. He plays one of and uh, it's like it's so weird to see young Alfred. Really? Of, yeah, he plays he plays villains. Monsignor Cockblock? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Actually, funny enough, he actually plays the 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 via the prosecutor the vehicle. So technically, yes. Technically, yes. But yeah, now talk about being typecast. <laughs> which one came first, Monte Cristo BBC or this? I believe. I'm wondering which one. one well, yeah, uh, Monte Cristo BBC definitely because it's like black and white. And like the oh, okay. But yeah, they're trying to. You know, we have Ken, uh, Paul, I'm sorry, Vicky, was, Vicky and Bruce. The role was born to play. Have Vicky and Bruce are trying to uh, relate to one another. He's the guy who gets other guys unmade, and she's like, <laughs> she's trying to talk about her family and all this other stuff. Whatever. He's just like, she's like, where's your family? I'll tell you the truth, Albert is my family. Yeah, so you see how very much lonely, how much of a lonely guy Bruce Wayne really is. Because, like, obviously nobody knows the real billionaire or billionaire Bruce Wayne for real. So she's only going by, like, the perception of him in the public. So now she actually gets to meet him in real yeah. life. Yeah, and, and see how he is. And she has a really shitty car, by the way. Well, of course she does. She's a reporter. I got that part right. Yeah, but she's driving like an AMC Grumman. Yeah, but it was the 80s, man. That's like driving a Kia today. That car was called the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
And now in this... Uh, is it a Fiat, then? <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. Alright, so this is, like, the probably one of the best scenes in the whole film. Right? Yeah, but, like, we're in this uh, dingy, supposed to be, like... Uh, it's like a mob, it's a mob doctor. Yeah, basically. That's really what this is. It's a mob doctor. Who's, who's doing plastic surgery on the deformed face of Jack Napier. And he's he's tired with this guy's crap, so he's just ripping the bandages off. And he has to see the guy's like, oh my god. Mirror. Mirror. Guy gives him the mirror, and he sees that fucked up face for the first time. Yeah, but this is, again, this is one of those things you really gotta give Tim Burton, like, huge credit for. He holds the reveal. Yeah. And it gives it something of a plausible reason why he has the fucked up face, because of fact, his botched plastic surgery. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean that that part of it makes it very realistic because it's so over the top later. Yes. And those are pla- oh yeah, those instruments are disgusting. They're all rusty. Yeah, I mean everything's gross and like it should be. Yeah. But again, holding this reveal because a lot of a lot of people would would go straight for it because they're going to try to shock you for it. Yeah. But he makes you wait. I mean, we don't we don't get it for yeah. it's like another five minutes, I think, a little yeah. bit, maybe a little more. And that Jack can see in his face and he's just gone completely nuts, just laughing all the way out of there. And now we see drunk Vicky. It was apparently <laughs> easy. Yeah, very easy. Actually, you know what? She becomes very easy. Looking at it through 2019 lens, mm-hmm. depending on where you're at. Yeah. Apparently, Bruce Wayne is now a rapist. Oh, yeah. Because she's drunk. Yes, yeah, she is. He's taking advantage of that. That's not a very Batman move. Not at all. Mm-hmm. But, but, of course, they've both been drinking, so apparently you're asking, you know. No, no. And again, if it's, if, was, it's true, if it's true to Batman, he was not drinking. She, he's letting her drink. Well, you know, I mean, the only thing to say, even remotely in his defense, is oh, yeah. she came over to his house and hang out at his house. <laughs> Came to play. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, obviously. Well, we're not play. saying that we're not condoning that, ladies and gentlemen. We're not condoning that. We're just saying that it's, it was mm-hmm. 1989. Came to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. So oh, this, yeah. is, this is the first real revenge scene in the film. Mm-hmm. Jack Napier's and old uh, Gristle pleading for his life now that he decided it's it's the time to pay the piper. You set me up with old woman. And now you're getting now you're getting to see just a set. He almost looks like uh, wait, what is that? What is that mask from uh, the Guy Fox mask? Oh, it yeah. almost looks like the Guy Fox mask. Guy Fox mask. Yeah, because it's so poorly, well, so lightly lit. It's not poorly. Don't Tries to reach for the gun. Your life won't be worth spit. I like this. They're keeping it PG. I've been dead once already. It's very liberating. You should think of it as uh, therapy. (laughs) It's just plenty of Jack. Listen, maybe we can cut a deal. Jack? Jack is dead, my friend. Here we go. Into the light. Hitting the mark right there. Joker. And as you can see, I'm a lot happier. You can't do But now he's starting to shoot the shit out of poor Grizzly. That's some overkill right there. Every goddamn bullet that's And you saw the little patch of purple on the neck. Yeah, that was from the actual jacket itself apparently there was something that kept yeah, happening it was a transfer yeah and yeah. It, had, it happened like that yeah so the so white will pick up that one yeah <laughs> what a day <laughs> and then post coitus post coitus Vicky and Bruce Vicky's of course sleeping relaxed I mean technically you never saw the coitus but 
But you know, it is for a PG movie. It's basically implied heavily that he had his cool. Maybe he's just a cover. He was wrapping his legs around her. You see, you see that? He's an aggressive cover. Yes, he is. <laughs> maybe, maybe he didn't have sex with her, but he just wanted to cuddle up nice he, and tight. He just never sleep, yeah. Of course, in the middle of the night, in order to really get the bat thing going. He's got to get creepy. He got to get real creepy. And uh, do his exercises hanging upside down. Or, if they did have sex, then yeah. he needs some inversion therapy to stretch out his back. Like a bat. Or well, maybe I'll decompress the spinal column. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's right. That's, what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Just gotta, gotta try to loosen out here. <coughs> but I gotta say, I mean, mm-hmm. considering the way he... Hold on, hold on, hold on, before I go into that. Yeah. Apparently, when the Joker was shooting, he missed with at least two shots. And they got straight to the window, window, yep. Yeah, that's pretty great. But now he's looking at all the blood-stained uh, newspaper. Yeah. Wing freak. Terrorized. So what I was going to say was, was for, for Michael Keaton, I think this is the most ripped he ever got for a movie. He's not, he's not bad. Yeah, no. And, like, this part here, you know, they get a little mean. That's a trailer moment, like, yeah. forever for this movie. And actually, Jim Carrey used it in his audition. Oh, really? He does the Jack Nicholson face and well, they get a lot of me. He does all this stuff. Oh, that's nice. Now. Apparently, <laughs> he slept on the couch after doing his inversion therapy. Yeah, old Bruce has got a. He's a weirdo. He pretty much treats me like a side chick here. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming up with every excuse he can. Like, hey, you wanna hang out? Like, no, no, uh, I can't. Uh, I gotta. Oh, I got court. Yeah, I got to do some business. You know, I got to go hang out in town. I got a colonoscopy. She's like, what's wrong? No, 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 no. I just got to leave town for a couple days. Everything's good. Everything's good. Okay, so I'll talk to you again, man. Okay. Look, I've watched this movie a lot because I really, truly do love it. Yeah. One thing I got to say is it's not the most quotable except for the Joker's lines. Pretty much, yeah. And I honestly wonder, because obviously I think too young to kind of be there, but I honestly wonder how much was actually improv from Jack Nicholson and how much was scripted. I'm pretty sure most of it was improv, but but because I, he's you know he's yeah. a writer. I mean that's yeah. how he started out his career was he was writing screenplays for other people. Uh, here's my favorite, another favorite part about it. Alfred pretty much completely destroying all of Bruce's game. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> Monsignor Cockblock, this guy. Like Alfred, come on, man. Like you like. Number, Go number, with it, Alfred. Number one rule of buttling is yeah. less is more. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to keep his secrets, right? Like, you're supposed to keep his secrets. Obviously, she told, he told us something that... Whoa, no, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I just got it. Yeah. I totally get it. Okay, so, he's yeah. English. He's an English butler. Uh, Do you really think England's going to let the good butlers leave to come over and work for some rich American family? No. The good ones stay in country. <laughs> work for the It's the screw-ups. <laughs> it's the to America. They're, they're exported. <laughs> That's actually it's like it's like sending the worst scotch they have over. It's like, nah, we're keeping the best for us. Yeah. Alright, so the Joker just had his little moment with Alicia and she painted his result. But now he's in front of the remaining crime bosses of Gotham, basically saying that we're gonna run this city into the ground. And uh they're like, you know, wow, we hear this from Grissom. What's with a stupid grin? And you see the Joker with flesh colored makeup. It's so weird. It's such a it's such a grotesque thing they did to him with that smile. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, he kind of leans into it, though, very well. Yes, he does. But, uh, like, Joe was sitting there like, oh, no one wants a war. Well, we can't do business. Well, we'll just shake hands and that'll be it. Yeah? Yeah. Shakes his hand. 
I gotta be honest, I really want that suit. <laughs> Next thing you know, we have one of the conventions from the comics, the Joker buzzer. Dude, it's a pinstripe purple suit with like orange pinstripes. Yeah, and it looks I great. would actually, I would wear it. And they're, they're literally sitting there My watching this. I would hate it, but I would wear it. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like, uh, like, we were sitting here literally watching this guy bake. And he's nothing but a hustle. <laughs> well, you were, you were talking about... Um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark before. It's a similar thing. I mean, he literally fried him. No, they got melted, though. This guy, like, a fried, fried, like, a rich yeah. kitchen fried. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, then again, now they come with the Tommy guns, and again, leaning into that 1930s Art Deco kind of setup. You know they used to sell those jackets at, like, the Warner Brothers stores? Uh, yeah, the the, uh, uh, the Joker jackets that all yeah. his henchmen are wearing. Because apparently in between killing his old boss and having this meeting... <laughs> He said, hey, guys, we really need to get some team jackets made. <laughs> we need some merch. <laughs> we need some Joker merch. Like, they're, like, yeah. they're like a lame biker gang. Yes, they are. <laughs> Wait, should we get, should we get like, like maybe some sleeveless, like, you know, <laughs> setup going on with the rocker patch on the back, like the Hell's Angels? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think what we need is, like, big bomber. Like, have you seen a Letterman jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of your school logo, yeah. I want my face. <laughs> Joker Battalion. I basically want you all to wear my face around. Well, and purple guys yeah. must be purple. Yeah. A lot of people don't get this part here where he's like talking to Bob. Like he's doing an impression of Jack Palance as Grissom. Doing the whole, you, I'm my number one. <laughs> A lot of people didn't get that. But that's what he's doing here. And Tracy Walter just doing his thing. Yes, sir. I didn't notice that before. The Joker jacket's got those member-only, like, flaps <laughs> on. Is <laughs> that, like, good members-only jacket? I got one of them, like, good when I got a little older. You know? Yeah. Oh, and I wiped away a little of the flesh color that was on top of his apparently yeah. horrible white skin from the chemicals. And now he's talking to the corpse, talking about the plans. Like, oh, which maybe, is still maybe we should let these guys think it over. No, like, he's like, grease them all now. <laughs> he's just like having this great conversation. You are a vicious bastard, Natalie. <laughs> Tying up his stuff. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm just laughing at him. And then I like the laughing as he leaves. I'm glad you did. That's a good one, man. I'm glad you did. <laughs> like, he's laughing at his own joke. I, I just love the touches like that. Huh. When we see this husk. It looks like Terminator. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it looks gross, man. But lifelike. It's all sticky. Oh, wait. She looks she 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 So apparently, apparently every time. Okay, so there's three so times. So they're reading glasses, but they're gigantic. There's three times. Is and she is really getting obsessed with this dude. Like, can't take a hint. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it's different for no, girls. Uh, apparently. What's that? Look, I got to know more about him. Everything. <laughs> and she getting upset like, what's the problem with stuff about him? Like, sorry, <laughs> he's a billionaire recluse. He can pretty much do what the hell he wants. He probably owns the paper secretly anyway. Yeah, basically. And now we see Bruce Wayne. And actually, technically, mm-hmm. he's now paying for these guys to work on him. Yes. Because that that scene earlier in the uh, armory, he said he's going to give him a grant. And I just noticed how right? how awful this car is. But I can see if he wants to go around and see because that's an ugly ass car. And well, yeah, she, I mean, you're not going to take the rolls out. Yeah, and then she's following them, just being all stalkery. Yeah, I mean, it's a very romantic thing for a woman. Just follow him. It was a different time. Don't judge him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Come on, man. 
just gonna keep following me? Like, what the... Like, but you love me, though. And so the good news is she's extremely inconspicuous with her hair waving around and a big beret. And a giant uh, black coat. <laughs> black coat, whatever she wear. With a big beret, yeah. She does look good. Yeah, she amazes me in this time. Despite the fact she'd be a stalker right now. Oh, stalker. And now we have Bruce here in Crime Alley. No one's never named here in the uh, actual movie, but basically Crime Alley. And that's basically the name of this little uh, uh, parchway that happened to have the deaths of Thomas and Martha Wayne. And we see Bruce here, Alan Roses. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, First time that they actually showed the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, which has been shown ad nauseum now to oh, most yeah. modern audiences. The first time they showed this show was in like, 1985. Really? And it was on a cartoon. It was on a cartoon called The Superpowers Team Galactic Guardians. They had an episode called Fear. Huh. That was the very first time they actually depicted the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne. And then, because it's a kid's cartoon, when the, when the parents come out and the thug comes out with a gun, you don't actually hear the gun go off. And Fires at them, lightning strikes. And they cover up the sound? Yeah, and then he's like, Mom, Dad, oh no, oh no. That's basically how they did it. But that was the first time they ever did the death of Thomas Martha Wayne. Now everybody knows who the fuck she that is. Yeah. Yeah, like that. How they gonna die this time? How long? How they gonna die this time? Shit. Start a clock. What movie they gonna be seeing this time? Is it gonna be Zorro? Is it gonna be some funny? Always a different movie. More often than not, when they show them leaving the theater or whatever, it's usually uh, like they're watching a the Zorro movie. You know what's interesting about this is it's 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 like a hybrid. It's almost an origin film, mm-hmm. but at the same token, it, it's more it's more of less of a well, how do I put it? it? It's less of a origin film at the same time and more of a more of an exposure, I guess. I don't know because what's crazy is is like you mm-hmm. you get you get little ideas as to how Batman became Batman. You're secretly doing it's the a same. character study of the Joker. Batman just happened to show up every once in a while. Yeah, to, to a certain extent. But I mean, like, even the way that Gotham sees Batman, right? Like, yeah. he's this myth. He's this underworld kind of a character. It's only known to the underworld, kind of, sort of. Yeah. By the same token, mm-hmm. as they're figuring him out, they still don't really figure him out. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, when you get, into, you get into something more like Batman Begins, like, you truly understand the whole, even mm-hmm. that they do a great job with that montage to get you set up to understand, okay, this is, yeah. this is the why, this is the how, this is the who. So that by the time he starts getting a hold of his toys and everything, it's great. But so much is just taken as accepted. It's ridiculous. Yes. But now on this uh, little scene here on these steps, Bruce Wayne is watching this whole thing unfold. There's a ridiculous amount of mimes just having to be in the area. Well, yeah. I mean, you've been in New York. There's mimes everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> uh, it's uh, a stated fact. But yeah, uh, Joker comes up with this pen. Like, hey, it's a long feather pen. Yeah, it's Uncle Bingo. Time to pay the check. Shoots him in the throat. Goddamn. <laughs> Ever. And apparently and that's the, all it takes. Yeah, the pen is truly mightier than the soul. <laughs> Tommy guns. Tommy guns everywhere. <laughs> Why do you have Tommy guns? And Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Why do you have Tommy guns back in Why do we have a Tommy guns? Well, and apparently Bruce Wayne doesn't need to duck. This is weird though. <laughs> He's just walking it's across. This is kind of a weird dichotomy here. You got an Oldsmobile, nice Oldsmobile, and Tommy guns. <laughs> and it comes a stalker. Hey, Bruce like, I've been following you all morning. What? Why didn't you call me back? That's a perfect response. He just runs away. That's what perfect, are you doing? That's a perfect response. He just looks at you like, what the fuck? How did you, why are you, why are you following, following me? 
Not to have my lawyers deal with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said an NDA in the morning. That's funny. And, uh, a whole bit of D. Nah, nah, nah. He's just another dead gangster. Nobody bit of, bit of D. There's another dead gangster. You know what I'm going to do right now? Have me a nice, cool bottle of so, forty-five. So, two things that are never explained in this film is one, uh-huh. where the hell did Bruce Wayne get all the crazy shit that he's got to be Batman? And also, and where all the Joker, where the get, Joker get, get all his, his crazy, crazy shit? shit. <laughs> like this, I mean, it would be awesome to have one of these little what do you call it, like a oh, spring-loaded pu- punching bag, or not punching it, but a, a glove, like a boxing yeah. glove or whatever. Yeah, but like. He goes from being a normal dude yeah, he to just, the Joker in like 24 yeah, yeah, he hours, just, and he's got yeah, all this crazy. He just shit. became the Joker. He can punch his television from across the room, just yeah. like that. I like the little things that uh, Bob. <laughs> Could somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all my press? <laughs> this town needs an animal. I, I did not, I did not understand what that meant for years <laughs> when I was a little kid. I just like kept saying it, and my, my dad was just laughing at me. Well, you know what that means. <laughs> well, you know, I know yeah. we've both been living in L.A. for a while. Mm, this town needs an animal. This town needs an animal. Definitely needs an animal. But yeah, but uh, Bruce and Alfred have a little moment in the study. He, apparently, Bruce is concerned because he just found out that Jack Napier, the Joker, is still alive. So he's going to have Alfred get some police files. And this should be fun. Because everyone knows that's the guy who runs the mortuary can walk into any, and then <laughs> any he, police precinct well, to get anything he wants. I like when he hits up Alfred. Alfred, she is special with us. Yeah. You stalker? Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, she's a very special stalker. I was just happy to see you finally dating somebody. <laughs> yeah, basically. Been 35 years. About time you get on it. And look at this. She's still calling about it. Okay, wait. Hold on, though. How much money is she making and spending that she's living there? Yeah, that's a big driver. that piece of shit. That's an awful, she got an awful car, but a dope apartment. She spent everything on where she lives. She does not care about that car. And what she dresses in. Because she always just... Look, yeah, look, look, look at her. She's looking at pictures of the dude, man. This is stalker. Stalk this is stalker shit. I can't, I can't really... Uh, really I can't... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little... It's really funny to watch this again as an adult. Like when I was a kid, it's like, oh, she just loved him so much. But like as an adult, like, why are you taking pictures of me? So the other thing's great right here. We just went back to the Joker's office. Is mm-hmm. uh, apparently the CIA was working on a really interesting way to murder people. Yeah, he somehow got a hold of the CIA. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, <laughs> and then you see all these pictures of these people just uh, dead with big smiles on their faces, and he's looking at. Headshots. <laughs> These are headshots, bro. Exactly. Headshots of all the people involved, and of course he gets mesmerized by one of Vicky Bale. Yeah, yeah. Vicky Bale yeah, also is a character from the comics. Uh, she's been around since the forties, and actually and the Bob is of course from the comics. The Bob Bob is Bob's original creation, <laughs> but uh, in the first in the first serial of Batman, she was the uh, damsel in distress, Vicky Bale. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. She was the devil. That was his Lois Lane. Huh? That was his Lois Lane in that movie. And, like, it's her, Bruce Wayne. It's, it's Bruce Wayne, Dick uh, Grayson. Being to the whole Big comic Man. thing, I can totally understand the feud between Batman and Superman a lot better now because mm-hmm. literally it's nearly the exact same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. they're both, you know, got chicks they're chasing that are, that are working as reporters at the newspaper. It depends on what version they do. They tend to, re- they, that, that is the one thing about comics, they tend to have a revision like every two years. 
It's trying it's try, it's try to keep up with this version that they're going with at the time. At one point... They it's like never, the Dark Knight yeah. series is yeah. way yeah, at one point they never knew each other. At one point they were best friends. You know, in uh, respect to Superman and Lex Luthor. At one point they grew up a small build together. At one point they just met each other when they got the Metropolis. It just depends on what version they're going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, as far as the Joker goes, like more often than not, usually is Batman does his thing and the Joker appears and it just goes from there. Like uh, that relationship, like no matter how many different ways I see it, just seeing the Batman versus the Joker. Well, yeah, I mean, even going back to the to the uh, uh, the Adam West setup, you know, Caesar Romero. Now, the one thing, the one thing that I think was the biggest mistake in this entire film, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, I can say, I'll get that here and say, but it's the biggest mistake in this entire film was that they they killed him or that they let him back. True, because they could have brought him back in the next one. And it's really, it's kind of ironic, really, mm-hmm. because he was it was such a great portrayal, such a great character. Yeah, they'd have hung on to him. They could have gotten in the sequel or any of the other sequels in the universe they created. Yeah. Whereas, unfortunately, yeah. they planned on doing that in the Dark Knight universe, mm-hmm. and then you know Heath didn't. Ironically, the one thing that I think is a biggest mistake in the movie, uh, also Joker related, uh, having the Joker be the guy that kills Batman's parents. Uh, also, and so uh, many people are, yeah. have been pissed about that forever. Also, uh, spoiler alert: if you have never seen this movie, but keep okay, mind no, this, no but keep, but keep, keep, keep mind this movie. Yeah, this movie is over thirty years old, so if you haven't seen it by now, I, was I don't three know what the years hell old to tell when you. This came out. If you yeah. haven't seen it by now, it's your fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell to tell you. Why would you download this to listen to it if you haven't watched <laughs> right. it? It's already. No spoilers on this movie. I know. If you talk about Joker, um, do a spoiler there because that's out in theaters right now. Yeah, yeah, go check that out. That's <laughs> Don't do spoiler alerts for this. Uh, but yeah, we just had a little scene at the Axis Chemical Plant where he's like, uh, I ain't shut the back of those things. Yes, sir. Shut them all. We're going to take them out a whole new door. And everybody's like, what is he referring to? But now we're watching the action news. And we're going to see, and they're having a little uh, program here uh, discussing the deaths of two supermodels, Candy Walker and Amanda Keeler, who apparently died. Looking <laughs> like the Joker. Joker looking exactly <laughs> like the Joker, which is so weird to see. And, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're talking about, like, there's no, uh, they're trying to say there's foul play or there's any history of drug use. And they switch from the female reporter to the male reporter, but uh, the female reporter is having some issues. Uh, that can't be well, seen the, on camera. The other thing that's great about this is yeah. that it takes you back to how the news was in the 80s with yeah. just apparently a gray wall behind the reporter. Yeah. And she's uh, laughing. And a gray desk yeah. in front of her. Yeah, and she's laughing at this grim news. And she I mean, what's, what's messed yeah. up is both of these look like they should be uh, a casting, an audition yeah. tape. That's yeah. what it looks like. But this is very much a common thing. Like somebody just laughing hysterically. And falling over dead. And falling over dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Joker kills, man. Yes, he does. Just wait till it does stand yeah. up. And now we're uh, we're having ourselves a little uh, commercial, a pirated commercial from the Joker itself. Yeah. Lunar approved Joker products with a new secret ingredient, <laughs> Smilex, which is another name for the Joker gas or Joker venom that they use in the comic books. Uh, but yeah, I like how they gave it kind of a chemical name. And now we have the pictures of dead models also advertising <laughs> it. This is very similar to that thing they had in the Dark Knight two years with characters and all that good stuff. But like, I like this very like just a cheesy '80s commercial. Like, don't oh, use Brand X. Yeah. This, this oh. basically could have been Basomatic. He don't he don't look too heavy. He use Brand X and the girl. Oh my god, that luscious tan, those <laughs> ruby lips and hair color, so natural. Only your Undertaker knows for sure. 
<laughs> and got the dead seagull on there. And too. I know what you're thinking. Where can I get these fine products? Well, that's the gag. Chances are, you bought them already. <laughs> Does he work at Ascot? I believe so. <laughs> so remember, put on an a happy face. And a silk, an orange silk shirt. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne is sitting here watching it. Alfred comes with the police file. <laughs> that he just magically ascertained. He defined yes, it. Yes. And I would give a little bit more background on Jack Napier himself. And I like it. Like, you see just more modern pictures of Jack. He just recently got uh, arrested. <laughs> so uh, Jack Napier sort of lays it results of a psychological profile. I like prone, how he yeah, reads with his fingers. Yeah, prone <laughs> by the mood swings, highly intelligent, emotionally unstable. Aptitudes include science, chemistry, and Thank you, Morris the Explainer. Oh, fuck shit. <laughs> not you, I'm talking about yeah, the yeah, writing. I'm not, yeah. I'm not busting yeah, yeah, yeah. your chat. That was I'm busting like, the writer's chat. That's how I came across. That's why I'm fucking... No, not you. <laughs> that's exactly how I came across. But, <laughs> but It's yes. not what I meant But yes, the exposition thing is. Uh, no, it's just, it's the worst way to do exposition always. Yeah. Now, this right here is great because both of them look uh, like they obviously stopped taking care of themselves. Jesus, like, they really needed makeup. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just look awful. We're all I, scared to death we're going to die, so I, just, I don't have acne. So you just got your dusty-ass teeth. I'm not wa- I, I, I understand you can't wash your hair, but you can't comb it. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Like, yo, yeah, that depended on Kimmel as well. Billy D got this... <laughs> Billy Geek got the S girl going with no issues whatsoever. And this dude is tripping about this it's festival. Because, it's because yeah. he's got soul work. <laughs> you hear me? The festival's on, okay? The festival's on. We're going to have this parade. Like, you were tripping. Why are you even down the district attorney dude, about this? I was totally wrong. Billy yeah. D got to smoke cigars. Yeah. See? Okay. Oh, I was off back in the day. Yeah, sure. Okay. And now, uh, Vicky Bell's going to be leaving a little voice message coming up. Uh, I can't wait to meet you at the museum or whatever. <laughs> you know? Miss Vale calls, sir. Uh, she says you need her at the museum today. And you'd be like, okay, well, wait a minute. I didn't mean another day. <laughs> I love that reaction. I like, I like that it takes him a second to process it. Well, hold up. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to do what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> now, I have to say the costume in this one yeah. for him mm-hmm. with, with the sweater over the shirt. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He looks like he needs an ass kick. <laughs> Does, doesn't he? Yeah, he does look very preppy. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's basically, uh, and we see the it's basically again. Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places. Yeah, yeah, and we can see the Joker getting ready for his hot date. Yeah. And we see poor Alicia. Wearing her little mask he's forced her into. Yeah. So he's done something. She's like, she's all slow talking, got this mask on. Yeah. So. This statue always scared the shit out of me. Just scared the <laughs> shit. Dude, that's uh, that's the founder of Springfield on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like, but he's just he's disappearing to your soul. Jedediah Springfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is a really nice museum. It's got some interesting interior, that's for sure. Yeah, with a scant amount of paintings. Yeah. It's, like, it's more museum than there are paintings. The museum itself is a work of art. And apparently this museum is also known as somewhere where you will peep in the center of the gallery. That's very 
I mean, every museum I've ever been to has a shitty little snack bar off to the side, but maybe I'm just not invited to the nice ones. And they just happen to have every generic, famous painting in the world. You can see Gainsborough's Blue Boy, the Mona Lisa. They just happen to have them in Gotham. It was on. It was on long. Always on long. Every every two hundredth anniversary. Yeah, the only the only real paintings that most people like in pop culture would know. Mona Lisa. This one other painting. See, and this right here is really telling of of Vicky and mm-hmm. the fact that. She's obviously after Bruce's money because mm-hmm. any self-respecting woman, after about twenty minutes, the guy yeah, would never would watch. Yeah, but. but well, then again, maybe it only takes her five minutes to drink water, and she's instantly bored. But now she's sitting here and getting this, uh, this museum. She's got this little urgent uh, box here with a gas mask inside, telling her to put this on right now. It's like a painter's mask. It's not even really a gas mask. It's and so now small. we see these uh, this purple gas going through all the vents. Uh, knocking people nice unconscious. Smoke, smoke bombs. I like this. Is it uh, knocking unconscious or is it killing them? I, yeah, they never really determined that. Like, because I'm, the whole point later with the green gas is that mm-hmm. it's killing people. I mean, he's supposed yeah. to be a homicidal maniac. Yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't kill them. But, uh, but I think... I that, guess they give you the opportunity to assume that they're they, not they're dead. Cause, yeah, so you they see, get the PG rating. Because you see these two people you know, fall into their like, cakes and shit. And their, and their eyes are wide open. open, yeah. And the gas hasn't even dissipated yet, but Goons are in there with no masks on. So it's the like Joker. The tolerance. It's like uh, it's like Adocane powder in uh, the Prince oh, of Bride. Bride which or Iocane. Which we are going to do, by the way. Oh, we're, sure. we're going to do a Prince of Bride episode. Yeah, I love this one. We got our first full print song here, Party Man. Dude, I literally had, I made that exact same toolbox the guy's carrying, but I painted mine black. Nice. Gave it to my grandpa. Just knocking over all these paintings and sculptures <laughs> and shit and just having a good time. <laughs> got some Prince music going. Got some Prince music going, but unfortunately, folks, we can't play it. You know, copyright. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell, New King and Town. Jack Nicholson has a really good cover show. Are you sure that's Jack's hand? I would assume. I mean, it could be anybody. I'm pretty sure it's Jack. Maybe it's a stunt hand. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's wearing a glove. There's no way to be able to tell. For sure. I like this one thug doing the Joker colors on this. Sculpture here, man. That's pretty Dude, that looks like Louis Anderson. Uh, 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 <laughs> that uh, looks uh, like a slightly thinner Louis uh, Anderson. The one who's banging. Tell you what it made Potted man. Potted man. And there's Bob. Right next to Jack the whole way up. It's just like all this very bright fluorescent colors. Everything is fluorescent. It looks like Nickelodeon colors. It does. Me, 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 me. Oh, yeah, you got that orange shit, just like Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah, the $1 bill. And that's actually the picture from the $1 bill. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, Bob want to cut this picture with some ribs. I don't know why. It's a good looking one. Yeah. And of course, Nikki. It's creepy. And last person conscious because of that damn gas mask. Okay, let's just go ahead and go with, she's got the gas mask, so there's gas going. Why wouldn't if she just, like, run? True. Like, why would they have caught her, like, at the door trying to get out or something? Yeah, why is she waiting? Yeah, I, I gave that. Yeah. In case Bruce Wayne was killing people and wanted to... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you wanted to be alone, that's fine, but you have to go through all this. Seriously. Uh, this is a super lighter. Yeah. Uh, you're beautiful in an old-fashioned sort of way, but I think you can make it more today. That's a hell of a goddamn lighter. That'd be, uh... It's good for a cigar. It's going to light you from across the room. I like it looking at all the stuff just like crap. All the pretty stuff, like all the bold looking pictures. 
They ain't see the dead bodies. Like, oh yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, all excited. Coto Morty, Coto Morty's is also from the comics from uh, the Dark Knight Returns hmm. specifically. Uh, yeah, uh, Frank Miller came over that country. Uh, Frank Miller came over a few things. Yes, he did. That's the one main uh, source of uh, inspiration for like the last thirty plus years for most of the artists who do Batman movies. Huh. It's been Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. It's widely considered the best Batman story ever created. And it's been copied in both film and television and cartoons numerous times. And obviously this is a big influence on uh, Tim Burton, who, who admits he never actually read any comics. I think he has an exact quote. That's <laughs> what he said about comics. But, uh, well, he read, I think he read that. Oh yeah, he said, uh, this is Tim Burton. I was never a giant comic book fan, but I've always loved the image of Batman and the Joker. The reason I've never been a comic book fan, and I think I started when I was a child, is because I could never tell which box I was supposed to read. Uh, I don't know if it was dyslexia or whatever, but that's why I love The Killing Joke, because it was the first time I could tell which to read. Uh, It's my favorite. It's the first comic I ever loved, and the success of those graphic novels made our ideas more acceptable. So, huh. yeah, he also liked The Killing Joke, which is also a great story that they adapted to uh, cartoons. Uh, the cartoon uh, version, unfortunately, is kind of controversial, but we'll get to that another time. But back to the movie here, where uh, Jack is having this little speech about what he wants to be. He's supposed to be the world's first homicidal artist. And you know, uh, this this point right here, yeah. I, I, it's a combination of the lighting and the makeup. <coughs> this might be the most grotesque he looks throughout the entire film. Yeah, he does it. I mean, and so does Alicia here, which she takes off a mask. She's burned with the acid. Yeah. 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 And he's like, I'm a Picasso, but you know, do you like it? Like, <laughs> she's all fucked up. Like, she's got acid burns on her face. No, I don't like it. That's still, it's a PG acid burning. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks yeah, like a bad something. Ken basically slips into her typical type of acting. Like, she's almost having a panic attack, out of breathing. <laughs> she does that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work for her, man. She's had a good career. <laughs> just saying that shit over and over again. Yeah. And he's like just trying to get a little closer, get a little closer. A little closer. Just look a little closer. Let's take a look at my pose in here. Acid. This <laughs> is acid, too. And then she hits him with the water, and he gets her with the uh, melting shit from the Wizard of Oz. melting, I'm melting, and you see the makeup running, so there's something to it. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, God! <laughs> she comes over to help him. Yeah, why'd she come to help him? Boop. Boop. <laughs> and this is the most badass interest in the movie. Oh, 100%. This oh, is the most Batman moment of the movie right yes, there. Yes, it is. Congrats. Yes, yeah, with the hook, which you don't really know what it does until you see it function. Yeah. Hold on. Hey, look at his arm. Look how little his arm is. Yeah. He's holding the weight of two people. Well, it's really crazy in, in that moment right there is he busts in and all he's doing is saving her. Yeah. Yeah, fuck all the dead people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the guy who killed everyone. I'm not going to take care of him. I'm just oh, going to save him. And the, the first girl. reveal of the Batmobile. This is, my, this is still my favorite. God, Batmobile. this is the best Batmobile ever. Man. It's my favorite, but it's because it was my first. You know, you know Jeff Dunham has one of these? <laughs> no, I swear he has he has one. And he, he drives drive around. With his he drives around LA at certain times in the fucking Batmobile. I swear to God, with it's, his puppets. 
I know, it's just him. But that's, should drive with his puppet. He like should have Walter with him. That's his recreational car. It's so Walter can just pop up when he gets into people's guy and just go, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like his recreational car for certain moments, man. And uh, I'm like, I'm going to the Batmobile. Apparently, like, the actual chassis itself is a fucking Chevy Impala. What? Yeah. You work with what you got. Yeah, they built they built this super complicated chassis, but underneath it's just a Chevy. So I gotta say, I think this moment right here, yeah, up to this point anyway, mm-hmm. this is the biggest budget moment of this film. We do the grappling hook turn, the uh, grappling hook turn, and then all the cars that crash with a lot of lettuce. Because everything else to this point, I mean, it's yeah. really an indie film. It's weird though; it's just pipes and lettuce. Like as far as like the production <laughs> costs go, more, more lettuce. <laughs> it was pipes and lettuce. The crash was nothing but pipes and lettuce. Well, then here's a question: What yeah. the hell is that front loader doing? In the, like in the middle? Yeah, yeah, in the middle of the street. In the middle the of the night, no cones, no construction zone. Yeah, just out of nowhere. And of course, because of the fact that giant goddamn bulldozers there, they got to get out. And just yeah, what? Dro- they just drop like a bunch of bricks and shit. Apparently, yeah. just right in the middle of the street. And they got to run. And shields. And like all this crazy shit happens on Batmobile, pretty much just like makes it immovable. But again, the car got out. The car got out of the pipes and this. <laughs> How is that even possible? That should be the name of this goddamn podcast. The pipes and this. <laughs> Well, the great thing too with this this car, again, talking about how quick the Joker is yeah. to work on Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> purple and green cars. Oh so, man! In a week. Oh man! Oh, yeah, we got the grandma who he asked her first how much she weighs. She's like one hundred eight, I think. Like you know, one hundred eight pounds. She ain't been one hundred eight pounds since high school. I've been one hundred eight pounds since junior high school. <laughs> no, dude, it was like sixth grade for me. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Either way, it's been a while. I, it's been a while since I've seen the other side of 200. <laughs> and, yeah, me neither. And, like, uh, apparently she lied about her weight. As a, as a result, they stopped and had weight. She grabs it. He's got to let her go. And he falls, from like, at least, he falls from, like, at least 40 feet. Yeah. And, and it's sh- cool. And he shoots him. Bow! And they always shoot him in the body. Well, I mean... You know, at this point, they don't know his armor, but now they do know. Like, this, they send sitting there like, you know, blood, you know. Chick is wild. Hey, it's Vinny Anderson again. Motherfucker got a wallet. Look at him. <laughs> Who's that? Some kind of body armor. I guess he is moving. Take off the mask. And stretch it out just a they little can, bit. They can get and, that, in the comic books, they would have never been able to do that. Like, he has like an, an it's electrical. It's a hard mask. No, no, he has my, like an electrical system in there, too. Like, fucking, like, you try to touch it, you fucking burn it. They did it in Dark Knight. Yeah. Where, like, the joke. Uh, Tries. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it shocked the shit out of him. Yeah. But this is the most action that really in the movie here. And this right. little Addison with all the flashes. Yeah. But that, that fact guy, he kind of looks like Louis Anderson, doesn't he? A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Maybe it's the jowls. Yeah. And you can tell this is clearly a stunt man, but like this dude here is pretty cool with the knot, with the swords. And he has this, like, uh, I guess it's like steel for shit on his gloves. But like, I love how this story is just showing up. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark again. And then, you just have like a gauntlet versus a uh, sword battle. This is so dope. Sparks. Come on, Bob. Bobby Cow, bro. 
such a man. She gets, yeah, she gets cut pictures of it. You realize that she got pictures of it. I was like, all right, we got to get out of here. She'll throw me. And all the extra shit comes off and of that. Apparently, line. he's got the first Tesla autopilot. Yeah, it just yeah, <laughs> comes straight to him. And for some reason, the cops are going, hey, let's move the front loader. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. this. <laughs> now you want to move it. And of course, give him the opportunity to get away. And it's so much faster than all. So much faster. In the narrow streets of Gotham downtown. We're the more hundred Come on, let's go. <laughs> and Batman stands straight there. Stop. Hand goes down, but the hand is up and shot. Dang. He lifted it back up. Movie magic. <laughs> Movie, Movie magic. magic. <laughs> Look at all them leaves. Well, this, I love this score. This is so that's a, gothic. That's a Tim Burton. This is very much. This one. is very much Tim Burton. Uh, that's basically the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, well, way before he was going to even do that. So many of these. Yeah. And, and I love. I love this like that score. Eye shadow, and, so the score from Danny Elfman with the accompaniment and shit. Because you can really, this is like just a, pretty much just an old to the bad movie. There's something some else in this too here yeah. that you got to point out. So. Batman obviously was always planning to get himself a chance. Because if not, why would he do a two-seater? <laughs> That's true. That's very true. But it's also true Batman don't want no kids. No, he don't Because he has no backseat. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes down to it, he's got to save somebody if he's just picking the chick. I don't need no backseat. I'll just take it to the yeah, house. He's going to take the girl. And look, he's at gonna this, look, look at this card. They all the back are coming to the house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's trying to look over there, you know. But yeah. I recognize your mouth. Yeah. I, I, I know that. Let's <laughs> drive to this wall. Oh, oh, it's not a wall. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like a wall. Yeah, it just looks like a wall. Yeah. Oh, it's a garage door. <laughs> That's a very big garage door. I've never seen a garage you door before. Like I live in the city. Yeah, obviously not. Oh, man, it's such an impressive looking fucking movie. Yeah. And they get out, and they have. Oh yeah, it's, it's the turntable thing where like they keep this in like every movie after that or in every just uh, TV about, show yeah. where, where they have a little turntable. So like Batman drives it in, it turns on its own, and you know he can, he can drive it out or whatever. Yeah, be, be careful. <laughs> let this girl fall to her death. And again, it was like how gothic everything is. Yeah, bats everywhere. The great survivors. And, and apparently they're all cool with him turning on the lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally, bat, like, yeah, normally bats be like, oh, okay, this is this is boy. Yeah, no scattering. Like, yeah, no, no scattering. They just hang. And we're going to see just a you little know, bit of Batmobile. It's of, still very dark. Of all the bat caves, this yeah. is the most inconvenient. Yeah, because... See so, how everything's like its own level? It's like a, yeah, an so many MC stair- Escher drawing yeah, or something? Yeah, so many stairs. And, yeah. Is that actually his name? MC Escher? MC Escher. Stairs and I'm walking downstairs and I'm walking upstairs and family guy shit or whatever. And I'm walking upstairs and I'm walking downstairs and I'm walking up the sideways stairs. <laughs> that shit was funny. You try to look at it again. Don't, don't, don't look at him. Don't, don't, don't look at me. Turn around. And he gives that what he's doing now is basically doing somewhat of some detective work, showing that uh, the different uh, the reason that people are having the reactions uh, with the uh, chemicals and stuff is because of the fact it takes different chemical mixtures. Uh, Put together like a... Don't look at me from that side. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah. Different chemical mixtures put together uh, cause the reaction of the Joker thing. So like hairspray hair, hair with lipstick and all this other shit. If you put them all together, that's what causes the Joker reaction. 
he's literally got the same image on every video. Like, it, there's two images, and they're on every screen in his video village. Yeah, I see. Uh, it's like uh, just a bunch of numbers and shit. Which, was there something against Batman having, like, yeah. uniformity in screen size? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, he's like, you know, now they have a little discussion about uh, how he's like, Joe's psychotic. Because you're a picture of mental health. I know, some people say sensation. You know, this part right here, and I'm gonna get so much shit for this, but this part which is like he Batman's like, Yes, that's what I want. He's just like what? And he puts the cape up and you see the bats for years and years and years about his sexual assault her. <laughs> <laughs> you see this? Like the bats and shit, like it's very symbolic, like it's the sperm. Yeah. <laughs> And he's not just waking up in a house, just disheveled. I, but, I, I, but what it's supposed to be is he's knocking around and taking the film back. However, that's what it's supposed to be. It comes right? across. It does he, come across really bad. And then, she, and then the first thing she does is touch her titty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tell me <laughs> what you would think. I'm saying. Look, if she came to me and I was a detective, I'd say, it doesn't mm-hmm. look good, Mr. Wayne. At all. <laughs> At all. She woke up, she's a badly back inside. The first thing she did was touch her breast. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, it's so hot. <laughs> and she's like, hey, is it hot? Oh, yeah, it's way hot. <laughs> she did say that. She did say it. Yeah. And we got a Gotham Globe here. And, hey, Batman solves the, uh, solves the Joker's code, man. And this dude still fucked up. He's like, I've got the answer, but I'm not going to use it because I don't know why. someone else can end up on screen today. He looks gross, bro. He does look so bad. Yeah, like, you really need to. Could you imagine? That. That's like your first gig in Hollywood. And you're like, okay, we want you to look like hell. Like, you do look like hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've given a name to my pain, and it's Batman. <laughs> oh, he just he, he he gets to kill so, so many TVs. Yeah, he's destroying TVs left and right, man. He's basically living out his Elvis fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> we got five miles to kill. And I want to clean my claws. <laughs> this is so Jack, man. Like, this is, you can just tell. Do you ever see his hands again in the whole movie? No. He's always gloved after that. He's always gloved after that, yeah. Because yeah. like, he's supposed to be the white hand, so yes. Yeah. Well, they put him in, in, uh, in like knitted gloves so much, it must have been like pain in the ass to manipulate all the props and everything. I'm sure it was. Yeah, this thing is so many porch, so many desks in the Batcave, man. Like this, I know it's so weird. Yeah, chairs and desks. It's all in the Batcave. Like, well, he put a stethoscope there. Oh, well, he and, put, like, and apparently he put wood yeah. paneling down there next to it. But for some reason, he wanted to paint it black so it didn't take away from the aesthetic. Like, dude, of the come on, man, just stop. Yeah, that's about the most Tim Burton door I've ever seen. Yeah, and uh, he comes to visit her at the house. Like, hey. Sorry. Sorry about the last few days. <laughs> Sorry about uh lying to you. You lied to you and uh, you know, running away from you and all that. And she's got so much self respect she turns her back on him and goes, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> like, yeah, See, I'm not living exactly like I'm broke. I've got my Exactly. Own. Like everybody funny enough, both Batman and the Joker compliment her apartment. She's got a freaking terrorist and everything. Yeah. It was like, oh uh, yeah, this apartment. That's the space. <laughs> And of course, you got to tell him he's mine. He hurt me. Why does he have a braid? I don't know. Have <laughs> that braid before? She never has a braid in any other part of the movie. She just woke up this morning with the braid. <laughs> and we had dinner. We had a good time. I slept with you. Oh, you know why I did that? Like, <laughs> he just pushes her down. Think I'm think I'm easy or something? <laughs> I mean, but 
ass girl. I like you now. Right now? Shut up. <laughs> but see, that's again, that's that like 1930s like ridiculousness. Yeah, I got something like a titty. <laughs> you trying to get this out. Like, Batman would never do this bullshit. He's trying to explain to her, like, this. Yeah, a lot of this dialogue, unfortunately, folks, is kind of flat. And, yeah. yeah, I love Michael Keaton, but at the same time, he's, he's just kind of going to his own shit. Like, he's talking about, you know, yeah, hey, somebody has like a split personality, you know. You know, you know the person. See, that, see basically, what you need to understand no, is you know, that you know how a person go to work every day. You know, he, he kiss somebody and so, then he gets some coffee. So, so if you're if, you're, if your parents are murdered when you're a child, yeah, you're see, very ass. See, what you do is, but, they, but they, you don't get therapy. Yeah, but then what happens yeah, is when you grow yeah, up. Yeah, then when they go to work, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, they have a whole other life, you know. Do you ever just beat the shit out of complete and total strangers because you're unhappy yeah. with what they're doing? Yeah, you have uh, Well, yeah. I do, but they're they're usually criminals, or at least yeah. I think they are. You know, you, you know, I wake up in the morning, and then I just had this urge to just, like, wear all black and, you know, you know kind of patrol the streets at night and, you know, possibly stop some crime or hope that, you know, you, know, you can actually stop somebody from killing, you know, parents and stuff like that. So every yeah. once in a while, I like yeah. to put on an eye but look, but look, this 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 is really what I'm trying to say. Okay, this is really what I'm trying to say. Like he's like beating around him. Like he's I'm sorry, folks, but like this is way more interesting than the shit they actually yeah. say. You know, you know the worst part about this whole scene right here? Yeah, he's wearing a double-breasted jacket. It oh, looks yeah. ridiculous. Is it like way like if he's gonna wear that shit? You got a double-breasted jacket can only be worn buttoned up. If it's unbuttoned like that, yeah, it's just it's just material flapping in the wind. And then, of course, it gets busted open by the Joker. And she's just like, send me in. Like, how you done, baby? <laughs> doesn't, apparently, she doesn't know how to use people. At all. <laughs> she just yeah, opens the door. It's like they call him himself apartment. They're like, where's apartment? Lots of space. He's looking at her like, yeah, lots of space. And just grabs like, it's like, hey, like, we just having a good time the night. <laughs> just gonna walk out on <laughs> And apparently, for some reason, Bruce Wayne just starts digging through shit. And grabs a little uh, silver tray that's gonna be playing. A little a silver book. tray that is all of about eight and a half by eleven. It's like a sheet of paper. But apparently, it can stop a bullet, which we're gonna see them. And apparently, second. he puts in just the right area so that when they shoot him, it's and not the I like it's I, I, right. I kind of like this scene here because it implies that he killed his girlfriend to get sympathy from Vicky. That's true. You know, like, Alicia, what's up out the window? Oh uh, well. Can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Gotta move on. Man. <laughs> yeah. like, he's so heavy. Like, he's just so heavy. And then she just what she the is? Where did Jack think a popcorn <laughs> came from? Apparently, she was snacking while she was being angry at Bruce Wayne. How, how she didn't just get yeah. the hell out of Gotham yeah. Yeah. as soon as she got away from the Joker and just go to Tahiti? Like, sweetie, you were trapped in the wrong kind of man. <laughs> She's definitely got some issues. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Miss Pop. This shit here is weird. Like, this is like, this is the most Michael Keaton moment of the movie. Though. Let's get that shit. Like, it just has no place in any other part of the movie. And this here, like, I know who you are. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. And he tells this weird ass story that I'm taking about this guy Jack. You know, he didn't see hurt people. And it was like, I like him already. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, damn, I'm bad wire. Like, you can see, this is very much, this, this, this scene was requested by Michael Keaton. I can feel it in my bones. Yeah. Like, like you know, I really, I don't really have much to do here. Can I kind of, 
Can we kind of wing this shit a little bit? Like, yeah, it's kind of... Well, look, you know, I mean, look, you, you've been on set enough. You yes. know that, like, if one actor's getting improv... Yes. Another actor's going to want improv. And yes. if you're anywhere on the same level in terms of the billing, mm-hmm. you're going to ask for some improv. Yeah. And the other thing, too, and this is what's rough about it, like, a lot of mm-hmm. movies, they get rewritten as you're in production. Mm-hmm. They're writing, they're constantly writing, they're adjusting scenes to see what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. But now you're going to try to outjack I'll try to outjack Nicholson Jack Nicholson You want to get nuts? Come on Let's get nuts I like this shit With the dance Yeah You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I asked that of all my friends I just like the sound of it This is very That that phrase Is very much an invention of the script Because like yeah, There's never never been no shit like that in comedy Never rub another man's rhubarb. I don't get that. I don't get that line either. <laughs> That's definitely an improv. Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> yeah, he just he just keeps dragging the shit out of her. Uh, well, she's hundred eight pounds. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> Apparently, no, she's not. And he's like, uh, I was a man doing well with a beautiful woman. My smile is on the skin, but on the inside, I'm. You might join me so, for a week. I don't, this is one thing I still don't entirely understand. He goes around the trail of coming in and killing Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And then he's just leaving. Yeah! So weird. Like, the gift and everything's weird. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, the Joker is weird, right? Yeah. Because he's, he's, you know, his And then this motherfucker disappears. Yeah. He's just dumb. He yeah. just pops up. He just pops up and just leaves up. Like, yeah. What's like, like, yeah, this motherfucker? Yeah, I broke your shit and I left. What's the motherfucker doing? And apparently this little little piece of silver stopped a fucking bullet. Well, and it went in deep enough that you know oh <laughs> it's God. gotta be hurting. And this shit here, like why? And this, this shit here, why would you open anything from the joker? Seriously. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and again, I bet, you, I bet she's like, I can do something funny. That, that may have been the most Tim Burton moment of. Yeah, I can do something funny. I mean, know? you can see Beetlejuice all over that. Oh, yeah, very much so. With the music and everything, the Danny yeah. music. I think, is she wearing glasses again? And the hair's both like And she's got a pants. Yeah, 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 she is. Yep. That damn glasses are. So, we, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we were wrong. Yeah, apparently about- every every time, it's been a minute since I've seen it, every time she's, she's going to talk to him about their project, she's going to put glasses on. on. Yep. And now they finally find out what's really going on with Bruce Wayne parents were murdered in the alley that she stalked his ass at. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, now, and now she's going to, once again, come up with a great reason why she needs to uh, excuse it. his horrible behavior. Yeah. Oh, my God. His parents are killed in the alley. Oh, well, that's why he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> How you know about this alley? Oh, I followed him. I found him the other day. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And Alexander Niles, poor guy, he just tried, he tried to get with her so bad. She's like, uh, no. You're like, don't get personal. Like, yeah, okay. Don't get personal with him. Get personal with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's really saying. That's what he's saying. What does he have that I don't have besides, you know, $6 billion? <laughs> he's so dark and he's so mysterious. <laughs> I, I, I think it's why I like him so. <laughs> and poor Alfred. Like, ain't no way in hell this old British dude can uh, close that heavy-ass door. <laughs> That's true. On the bad I've not, I've not spent the rest of my day thinking about old dead friends or their sons. How is it that, how is it that Alfred doesn't have pneumonia? 
Yeah, he's constantly, like, constantly in this dark, damp cave. And he's like 90. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's But yeah, uh, going back to the other thing you're talking about with the uh, head thing. Yeah, that neck head thing, they didn't fix that until... It was Dark Knight. The dark, dark, yeah, the Dark Knight. And they, uh, the, reason, the plausible reason as to why they did it is in the movie. So I'm like, because he wanted to move his neck. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, for years and years, for every other Batman other than that, like, just Kilmer, couldn't figure it out. Yeah, for Keaton, Kilmer, and uh, Clooney, say that three times fast. Keaton, uh, Kilmer, Clooney. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they all have the uh, stiff neck. I like this here, this uh, pirated commercial. He loves the pirate shit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Choking. Which then you, you see that again with uh, with the Riddler in Batman Forever, where he's breaking in and pirating the. the it's it's much better executed here. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not I'm not letting Schumacher off the hook. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we'll get we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll get, get to Schumacher. We'll get deep into Schumacher. I'm pretty sure deep Schumacher would like. <laughs> I'm just saying, folks. It's out there. So. <laughs> I didn't say shit. Yeah, I, I, I said shit. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, that, but, was, that was JD for the record. Yeah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> and like, uh, well, like Joe was trying to explain himself. Like, we're like, he, like, uh, I'm, I'm like, unlike uh, that fiend boss Grissom, he was a thief and a terrorist, uh, but he was a terrific scene artist. Like, you know, I'll tell you, like, maybe I may be a little aggressive, I might be a little rough, but one thing I'm not, it's a killer. I'm an artist. <laughs> I love a good party. So he's making a little offer to the people of Gotham here. At midnight, he's going to drop $20 million in cash on this crowd. And he completely uh, gets out the mayor and all that shit. You know, my, my mm-hmm. favorite thing about all mm-hmm. these 1980s dystopian movies is yeah. that for some reason, it, it's always like the 1930s, and the, there's always a group of people mm-hmm. huddled around a trash can with a fire inside of it. Yeah! Even in the middle of the day, apparently, while sitting on motorcycles. No, 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 no. The motorcycle <laughs> people just happen to be next to the people... By the trash can and shit. But now, sure, make an excuse. I'm just saying. <laughs> but now, uh, the Joker's put his challenge to Batman. Like, uh, me oh, in one hey, corner. He's got his glasses yeah. done for TV. Yeah, with me in one corner and the other corner, the man who's brought real terror in Gotham City, Batman. You hear me, Batman? Just the two of us. Mono and Mono. I've taken off my makeup. Let's see if you can take off yours. He just has to take off mine. And and, and Keaton, knowing you're saying that, you're just like, game on, motherfucker. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm going to do this. And of course, he keeps looking at the same goddamn file about his parents being killed. Like, you see him with that file at least apparently three, four Yeah, apparently, you see, the, you see him with the same file at least three, four times. You know, just in this one it's movie. It's entirely possible they were ahead of the curve. It, you know, as much as Batman fights, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, supposedly <laughs> prior to this, mm-hmm. he probably has CTE. Oh, yeah, control. All the head trauma. So he has to look at it because he can't remember what he was doing. Well, if we want to get realistic in terms of that, the <laughs> amount of injuries that Batman has accumulated over Well, but the that's years. what was so great about the Dark Knight I'm, series, yeah. right? By the time you hit the Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. he's like all arthritic and jacked up and everything. Yeah, like, but uh, like just the sheer notion of him coming up with the idea of Batman's screams of dementia. Okay. <laughs> so you get that. Well, or, or, or untreated uh, trauma. That's why I was saying you need to go to therapy. Or, or uh, what's that shit? DID, uh, dissociative uh, identity disorder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that whole shit. Yeah. And then, of course, physically. So you got CTE. You got, oh my God, so many uh, contusions and broken bones and 
That was for the shit. Like, and then I remember what it said the uh, Dark Knight Rises. Like, you get the scar tissue, like a scar tissue, oh, yeah. like a whole regiment of shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just the accumulated damage. It basically, has the body of like an eighty-year-old. Yeah, just an accumulated damage. He's only been Batman in two years. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, he's only yeah he's only Batman in the Batman in uh Dark Knight shit. He's only Batman for, like just a couple years, but like eight maybe years five is that. But still surviving with eight years worth of just trauma. And now we see the uh, famous scene, the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, and the pearls thing. That is also a um, convention from Frank Miller and to the mythos of Batman. Ever since then, they all try to put the pearls in. Thug in the shadow who took shots, steps into the lights. See, this is what bothers me right here. The and, young Jack Napier. Yeah, and then, like, freaking hits him with a very familiar phrase. Have you ever danced with the devil in the night? Steps forward, and we see a young Jack Napier. Because this, he, he doesn't look like Jack Nicholson. He looks more like the Joker than Jack Nicholson. Exactly, does. and he's too old to be a younger one. Like, he, he's, a, he's about... Ten years too old to sell to me that you couldn't just have Jack Nicholson do it. Yeah, he's like, and he's like, see you around, kid. Like, We're gonna be friends after this motherfucker. He just, <laughs> just killed my parents. And then, like, oh, now you finally realize, yeah, he's the one that did it. Oh, because of the devil and the family. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's that, the. And then here, yeah, here we go. This is the biggest dividing thing in the movie: Alfred letting Vicky Vale into the fucking Batcave. Dude, do you realize what I had to do? I had to roofie that chick to get her back to her place without her knowing my son. I've committed felonies, I, Alfred. I like how they get. I like how if you watch Batman Returns, he gives them shit for doing this. Like, <laughs> who let Vicky Bell to the? It's on security. Who let Vicky Bell to the back end? Seriously, I'm sitting there working. Also, speaking of returns in the Tom Banks version, they're going to have Penguin in this one and Robin. They were just trying to throw. Yeah, I saw. I saw that Tom. Tom was like, "Let's just go for it." Yeah, I'm sure I don't blame him, man. But freaking go all out, and then like I'm pretty sure this is like the time when they're still kind of trying to do the uh, campy version uh, in certain aspects. And then I saw at one point in terms of who they were trying to consider for Batman, there's a bunch of names of like big actors at the time: Pierce Brosnan, Mel Gibson. But if they were to go the comedy route, the number one choice is Bill Murray. Yeah, I saw that. And Bill Murray, Bill Murray is Batman, and uh, Eddie Murphy is Robin. <laughs> So, I didn't remember hearing that. Yeah, and then funny enough, that same combo was also the first choices for uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Really? Yeah, they were going to have uh, Bill as Eddie as Valiant, and uh, Eddie is the voice of Roger Rabbit. And then Eddie actually does a uh, inside there at the studio where he talks about roles that he regrets that he didn't take. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the first one he came up with. Really? And he said, like, uh, I thought it was a stupid idea at the time, but then he, like I said, but then years later he watched it, he was like, I feel like such an asshole every time I watch it. Well, he was saying the same thing basically about Rush Hour. Yeah, and, uh, but then he finally got convinced to do that shit with Shrek. He was like, you know, I'm not going to pass up this shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, I mean, and, just the and, merchandising alone. And he made a great decision. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then we see this, the suit up, the classic suit up of Batman. I do like this uh, reveal when he gets up in the eye, of the light on his eyes. Yeah, that's a good light. And that's a great light. And, and he's got his makeup on. Now we're back at Axis Killing. Because us. if he didn't put that makeup on around his eyes, you might know that he's a weapon. Jesus <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Forget, forget the whole mouth thing. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Why is he going to put black makeup on around his eyes? It's movie magic. Bro. Movie magic. <laughs> what we're saying, like again, folks, if we got some, there's some shit in the movie that cannot be explained. It's movie it's magic. magic. 
And like how, for example, he knew that, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and drive into the chemical factory. And it's not even him driving, it's the car. And he drops this big-ass bomb and kills all these dudes. Boom! Just destroys Axis Chemical. And actually, funny enough, this car Anyone thing... Anyone else is in there? Hey, I've seen this car thing. I don't know what it was, but like, if any of you have ever seen Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, like, there's a part where he like turns into a car, and it looks eerily similar to like how does how uh, Batmobile look? Like with the flames and shit, roof. Uh, like well, it's, it's, it's that same like car so shot. One yeah. thing you got to say about this so that's killer, right? So obviously we're doing model when they do the wides, yeah. but then all the close inside stuff. This is all practical effects. Yes, because this is, they're not really doing any CGI at this point in time. No, no, it's freaking awesome. It's you don't it get you don't. I mean, like all the fire explosions, you don't get that anymore. No, you don't. And then the Joker comes in to gloat for some reason. The Joker doctor. Yeah. Which again, he managed to get a custom paint job in just the nick of time. <laughs> Apparently, Michael Keaton needs to shave. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's been more. living in the back cave. Yeah, let's get some more. Uh, well, he, he didn't want to use any of the Joker props in case it killed him. Obviously, let's get some more of this uh, Prince music. I love this shit, man. <laughs> I love balloons. Yeah, they're ridiculous balloons. They're so creepy. Yeah. Trust. Trust. Now that Joker throne is definitely Prince inspired right there. I put this question to you because I want you to be with me. You can just tell Jack Nichols is having time in his fucking life. Well, it's one of those roles, man, where he just gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah, and then every other fucking person that came after him would try to do the same shit. Yeah. Well, then, this is this is kind of one of those burden-esque things, too, here, because it's starting to get to that term where it's going to get the most fucked up in the movie. Yes. So look at all of these Dutch angles just going on. Yes. Especially on the crowd, right? Because yeah. they're the ones, since they're into it, they're buying his, his, his bull. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all why y'all, being shown why y'all twist. Here? Exactly. They're being shown that twisted life. Well, this is like, why are y'all fucking here? Y'all, this, like, this dude's been killing people left and right throughout this entire city. Y'all gonna trust him. He literally him. wiped out a whole museum full of people. Y'all gonna trust him to come... Come to his party. And apparently the television news and everyone involved at the yeah. Gotham Globe didn't yeah. report that the access chemical he's involved in just exploded. Y'all got y'all that greedy <laughs> for money that y'all, y'all literally risked y'all lives oh, to come oh, out of oh, party with this one? Oh, oh, oh. Just in case you're wondering, yeah. they're at the Monarch Theater. <laughs> Goddamn Monarch there's Theater a, is everywhere. Monarch Theater in the and at their courthouse. In the courthouse, too. There's <laughs> always the Monarch Theater in that courthouse. Pinewood is apparently very small in London. <laughs> Actually, was it is it Pinewood? Yeah, it's Pinewood. What's it's the, well, the Warner stages? Is that Pinewood? No, 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 Warner Warner UK, I think. No, no, it's it's filmed on Pinewood. Uh-huh. Yeah, like the, same same one same one where they filmed James Bond. Well, They're I mean, Pinewood. it is an island. It's not a very big island. So. True. It's the, it's, it's the same damn street in Pinewood, but like, and they actually funny enough in the script. And then we got like, some mats going. They never actually, it actually, uh, they never actually kind of uh, gave the fact that is this real money or is this like fake money? Because in the script. The money is all like his face on it, so all these people are coming to die for this fake ass money. money. Yeah. yeah, so just a big joke on them. That would be more funny, and that would be more character oriented if they did it that way. But uh, yeah, then here we are, the first reveal of the Batwing, which apparently you know yeah. he's, he's got. But that's just for him. He doesn't want the chicks. Of course, it's does. a one seater. Yeah, it's a one seater. <laughs> but that's so, it looks so cool. Oh my it God. does with that mat. Yeah. Joker got some more shit to say to the crowd. Trust. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And now, folks, it's time for Who Do You Trust? 
Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? <laughs> Me? I'm getting away free money. And where is the Batman? He's at home washing his tights. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the bat, the bat wing high above. Yeah. Great shot to him. Winged battle flies into the night and finds me ready. I don't know what the fuck that means. By the way. It sounds yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Everybody's like, put your mask on now. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, stop. Put your mask on now. I like this little shit, too. And now, folks, comes the part where I relieve you, the little people, of the burden of your failed and useless lives. But, as the plastic surgeon used to always say, if you gotta go, go with a smile. <laughs> That's such a fucking thing to say to somebody. Oh, yeah. Right before you murder him. Yeah. And then he's got the awesome little painter's mask, too. Yeah. <laughs> and this damn balloon is so creepy looking. Yeah, the neck exploding full of the gas. green gas. Yeah, and she, this Vicky Bell, oh my god, oh my god, someone, someone like Kim Basinger. Right? He's gonna kill everybody. <laughs> There's tanks on the outside of that, which I can only see with my telephoto lens. It's gas. It's gonna kill everybody <laughs> because they're literally only like twenty feet apart. And, and she just, and she just stands there before like he's like, get in the car. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> because, because we all know that Oldsmobile is airtight. Uh, so now how smart do you feel now for coming to this damn party? Seriously. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, karate chops. Karate chops the trunk. Yeah, gets a little... Gets a, little a little dust uh, mask. Yeah, which will not... You can't keep this gas out of here. Yeah, it wouldn't... <laughs> yeah. And then why he's... I'm in the middle of the gas, but I'm somehow okay. Oh, yeah, right, for real. <laughs> and the bat waves will come I like in. the giant baby one. That's a good, that's a good balloon. Yeah. And I was like, all right, people are starting to die. I guess I'll this, this, the, the scene with the music, it just, like, oh, my God, man. Well, it's iconic, man. Yeah. Look at this. Dude, it's killer with all those. I mean, like I said, this must have been a matte painter's dream. That's that's a lot. That looks like the uh, industrial light of magic shit. Like, like the kind of yeah. shit they did for Star Wars, like when they go into like the ravines and shit of the uh, Death Star. Yeah, this is the exact same. But yeah, all these people are dying, mostly henchmen, which yeah. nobody cares about. And Batman just keeps making these wide ass turns with the Batwing. <laughs> Like, they had to go through the city. Have you ever turn flown? around, turn around, come through the city? And get have you in. ever flown a Batwing? No, I still. have no idea how responsive they are. And then she pretty much kills him. <laughs> Poor Alexander Knox, man. Like I'm just trying to get something. With you, I, don't, I don't know all the one that actually treated you good in this whole Seriously. movie. And you fucking, you, you, you can almost you can almost call this movie "Nice Guys Finish Last." <laughs> pretty much, or, or apparently, "Nice Guys Die in the Trash." <laughs> no, no, he don't die if it's coming in. Like, but he should have. He was running around in that gas. He oh, yes, he was. Dead. That's right. Just, just in the trash, surrounded by gas. This is the weirdest thing to put on the Batman. Yeah, just like some, like, in a lot just for this particular type of moment. Now, Batman, just in case. But just, like, that's very 60s Batman. Just have a one tool that you for only one use weird thing that, that you only use never happens. Yeah, but you gotta be prepared. You see this? Joker's all pissed. Where's it taking my balloons? My balloons. Those are my balloons. <laughs> Just keep the keys complaining about the goddamn balloons. Those are my balloons. And Batman's taking them far, far away. Which is weird, because, like, they will still come down. Yeah, exactly. And they're still filled with poison gas. And they're still filled with gas, yeah. Like, they don't just... They don't just they don't, they're, 
They're not going to go into space. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> at some point, they're going to hit. They're going to hit some populated area again. You know, yeah. Poor. I mean, if he swung back around and, like, blew him up or something, like, okay. I mean, it'd still rain shrapnel down upon people. Poor Bob. Oh, somebody tell me he had one of those things. Bob. Yeah. Poor Bob. Sorry, Bob. But just remember, Bob, the only reason you're in this movie is because I hooked you up. Number one guy. Yeah, for real. Bob. I'm going to need a moment too long, boys. Now it's time to shoot all the people who came out for free money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who are still pulling cash from the ground even after he's tried to murder them. Like, yeah, how that place hasn't already been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the money shot. Here's the money shot. Bad yeah. wing goes into the air. Silhouette against the moon. That's something. Bam. Which, why? <laughs> why would he? <laughs> why would he do that? I don't. I gotta tell you, you have it's to take for the commercial. You, you, you asked me if I know how to uh, drive a Batwing, but fucking like he apparently just had to make these ridiculous turns just to come <laughs> back, man. Come on, that was one of them. Yeah, but it still had that great moment. Though. And this shit here, this man. is a good one. But yeah. it also proves that he spent way too much time installing the grappling hook because his targeting system on this. I'm about shit. to say was he, but no, no. Like he's just, I just want to say like, like he just shows that Batman's a horrible marksman. But it's either he's a horrible marksman yeah, or his targeting system. Yeah, he sucks. literally had a B only Joker and he misses him. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be the targeting system sucks. He should have spent more time, mm-hmm. money getting the targeting system in line. But I do like the Joker. Rather than the grappling. Oh, okay. Come on, you gruesome son of a bitch. Come to me. That's right. Come to me. And apparently, the Joker is fucking Annie Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> that long ass And look at this. Having never seen, having never ever seen a Batwing before, knows exactly where to shoot it to take it down. Look at this. Everywhere but the right place. <laughs> Two bombs. That's such a like uh, movie moment right there. Yeah. And this ridiculous goddamn gun. That he's been walking around apparently with in his pants the whole day. <sighs> And it worked. <laughs> Look at this. And again, rather than running for her life, I gotta watch. I gotta see him watch. I've never seen a Batwing crash before. I wonder if anyone's gonna die. This is all model. Look at this. <laughs> oh, it has to be. Look, look, look. You see very clearly it's all model. They did a pretty decent job, though. Especially model. with the stops right here. Look. Yeah. It's all model. Look at that scale. It's all model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that all, car. That is all about You know what though? I gotta say, in a little, little bitty claims. They did a good job. They did a, great they did a really job. good job with models. Nobody think, shoots models anymore. I think it was Derek Mannings who did this. I, I that, believe it. Yeah, they, they, he's like the master of. Uh, okay, and models. then he just manages to grab a whole Vicky Vale because she didn't get the hell out when she showed up. I love this music too. Like when he's going to the, the cathedral. You know, the, the big uh, brassy uh, Danny Elfman stuff. Right? Well, but this is, again, that's what we were talking about before. How you know? Apparently, Jack and, and whoever was went and saw a fan of the opera, and so that just inspired and pushed this ending in. Oh wow! I didn't know that part. Yeah, they they've gone to see it. So when they're doing the rewrites, they're going for. Yeah, he hits that and knocks down on those pews. Because you know, Batman wants to give Joker a heads up. Yeah, I'm I, still coming for it. I'm coming. Yeah, now you know. Apparently, you know, since they cut out the whole thing about him training with like you know Razan Gould and the ninjas and everything, it's. That, that, over. that whole shit was actually created just for the Batman. Was it? That never, that never 
So, so it's okay that Batman's a klutz and loud and can't sneak up on people? <laughs> <laughs> That's not excusable either. That's what I'm saying. But uh, they, uh, in the comic books, what they uh, had Batman do is basically he, he went around the world and trained with different people who were the experts in different things. Like an expert in manhunting, an expert in uh, swordsmanship, an expert in stealth, an expert in magic. Escape, Apparently escape. he needs to get his money back from everybody paid to teach him stealth. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it's it's like, he's literally like a bull in a china closet. Yeah. He just knocks his shit down. He's just like, that, he just that he like knocked one thing over he didn't see. He literally knocked over an entire stack of views. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, going back to this thing, like, uh, not Commissioner Gordon, thinking he's useful. <laughs> Coming in, like, oh, oh, we'll get him. Yeah. yeah. Alright, let's get the Gestapo in there, boys. So, yeah, come on, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. gonna catch the Joker, Shane. I, I have expected him to do the fucking Chief Wiggins shit, too. That, now that you said it, because of how he looks there. Come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> and Joker and her alone. Yeah. Uh, I, believe, uh, I believe she was, I think she was at least engaged to Alec Baldwin at this point, Kim Basinger. Hmm. No, 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 because no, she was still uh, dating Prince. Because uh, there's a uh, for you people who are listening, if you listen to the song "Scandal," this is a part towards the end where it sounds like a woman is having an orgasm, and according to uh, urban legend, that woman is Kim Basinger. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, but eventually she'll become Mrs. Alec Baldwin. That didn't work out well, but Alec Baldwin is another one of those people that was considered for Batman. You know, just speaking of this right here, back in the movie for a second, it, yeah. it's a pretty cool move with the acid to take out the church bell and take out the uh, the stairs. That was that was yeah. really. Uh, that was a very smart move, actually. That was ingenious. And look, look at this shit here. Commissioner Gordon, but he, you actually think he's gonna move this shit <laughs> or climb over it? <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, Gordon ain't climb over nothing. Yeah, look, God, God, God. can't budge it. Can't budge it. All right, let's go. Well, let's all go wait outside. Yeah, for real. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you. We'll go move that shit. Does anyone got a ladder? <laughs> let's now, see if we get that bat wing to fly. But now we're gonna get our first indication of like some bat signal ish type shit with yeah. the uh, Klieg light here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Klieg light going over the uh, skylight there. Yeah. And now this is another part where you see how little fucking. Yeah, when he's, he's face-to-face with... No, 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 like, he, he uh, lifts up the thing in here. Oh, when he's going, yeah, yeah. yeah. he lifts up the thing. Is he's coming through? Yeah, and you see his arms, like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you see his big-ass body with the fucking, uh... Yeah, but, I mean, he, one thing you gotta give them, you know, is a little bit of, like, leeway, though, when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. Batman was never the Hulk. Yeah. Right? Batman was never supposed to be the biggest guy. Yeah. Batman's always the brain, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. From what I understand, of Batman versus Superman, he's supposed to be like a savant, essentially. Right? Yeah, like you can pretty much like take the person out with like, like he has like knows. He's, every, genius, he's like a genius IQ. Yeah, he knows like every uh, virtual martial art on Earth, and he can find a way to fucking find somebody's weakness. And of course, yeah. like he is the world's greatest detective, has been built several times. He's uh, just physically strong enough that he can take out. Why the fuck he uh, couldn't? Yeah, actually, you know what? Now that I think about this shit, why couldn't you just fucking bat hook all the way up there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or at least part of the way, yeah, like, grab, hop and yeah, hop, right? Grab, grab for that shit up, you know, shoot that shit up there. I mean, let's say let's say he's only got a 100-foot reach. Come on, Batman. He could still yeah. do it in two of them. Work smarter, not harder, man. Come on. You know, but here's the thing. You can't, like, you and I would skip cardio. Batman doesn't skip cardio. He's yeah. going to do them stairs. He's yeah. going to touch every single one of them. 
Every single goddamn one of them. Like, because he wants to see if his mascara will run with Despite the fact he was just in the goddamn plane crash. <laughs> yeah, literally just in the plane crash. And walked out, you know, now walking up the goddamn cathedral. And before shot in the chest. <laughs> yeah, and shot in the chest. True. The hey, bullet well, didn't go into his body. Yeah, it's it's a little, yeah, don't, don't judge his forearms. That's a whole arm. Little <laughs> ass whole arm. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yeah. And this well. shit here, this is actually not even really a fight. Everybody's like, this is such a badass fight. This is a one sided ass fight. This black dude beat the shit out of could truly be said that I have a bat and I'm done free. It's a good line. He does look badass with the fucking scars and shit. Yeah, I have all the blood and everything on his face. Show dance. With the turn. Yeah, <laughs> that's badass. Yeah, and this tool makes no fucking sense. Like he has the fucking like the extended tool. Yeah, it comes out of his forearm. You know, so he stop the shit for this one time. You see in a second. Yeah, like it makes no fucking sense. So like, why would you have this? What is this for? Is it, you just have a battering ram on your one arm for this one time? Like, well, and then just you know, so everyone knows our, our our playback skipped here for a second, so you might be a little bit ahead. But anyway, yeah, don't worry this about is, it. This is not my biggest. Yeah, that don't either. All right, now the flippies are coming in. It's time for the uh, and here's like what shit on his legs too. Like, yeah, he's got he's got uh, like like knives or something. And he gets battering which would never use for any other reason. And Batman, oh excuse me, Joker and Vicky Vale are doing his waltz for some reason. Well, Joker's <laughs> got a gun. Yeah, in his hand. Yeah, and they're doing it too. Like then, then, then. And this one dude here, poor guy, tries to. Apparently, he jumps into the goddamn abyss. And here comes the big black henchman that beats the shit out of Batman. Like well, he's, he's small. Batman's small. Yeah, but he's Batman's. Oh, this, this dude is whooping Batman's ass. Like, one, like one little piece of. Yeah, he had, Batman has virtually no offense this whole fight. And he is like, this black man is swinging for the fences with whatever this hook is or whatever shit. And look, he's taking out chunks of fucking concrete. This is the bricks, but yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Batman is Wait, wait. <laughs> Batman isn't the best. But the brother, where you at, motherfucker? Where you at? Huh? Where you at? Joe is still doing this shit. Like, you know, without you, I just can't go on. There's a little joke gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh my god, I'm so over this shit. <laughs> just like, just collapsing his arms. This is her. This is her pacifist protest. <laughs> oh my god, just be, uh, like, I don't know why he kicks this shit though. He's just trying to look for Batman. Just Batman's time up there to get and jump, kicked in the face, and pick your ass up and touch your face. <laughs> And start beating the shit up. Like, <laughs> beating the shit up, man. I was like, oh, that was, a, that was a bad idea. Shot to the body. Oops. Let's go. And just start. Like, look at this. Batman pushes him. He just keeps punching the shit out of Batman. Look at this. Yeah, but he's got body armor, so. I'm still going to look at it. Bow, apparently, look at it. apparently, it doesn't mean anything. At it. all. Because yeah. of body armor. Boom. Movie magic. Yeah, <laughs> movie magic. And not to now. Hey, where, where'd you go, Batman? Where'd you go? Okay, good. I killed him. And legs. Uh, well, apparently Batman's Boom. all legs. Work smarter, not harder, and you're done, brother. Yeah, you got him a hell of a fight, though. I'll give you that. That's a good way to go. Good way to go, bro. Well, not a good way to go, but he, he's 
even a little bit. Hey, he did better than any other henchman. Yes, the other he guy did. just fell straight through the floor. He did better than everybody. He did better than Joker. Way better. Look at this. Like, sitting there just, like, just loving this shit. Like, it's the way we were made for each other. Beauty and the Beast. Of course, if anybody else calls you a beast, I put that on. He's the beauty. Yeah, he's the beauty of the two. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and then, like, this shit here, and just kissing on her arm, and then she sees Batman behind her, and she gets a little confident. She's, I, I guess this, she just tries to, this is like some kind of diversion to help him. She's no, like, I think she's, I honestly think she's just doing a pacifist protest until this moment. But it's so weird, she starts kissing his suit. Why is she kissing him? Yeah. Well, would you want to kiss his face? <laughs> <laughs> Still, kissing his suit. Like, this is like, this is junkie. And purple. Oh, I love purple. So purple. purple. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's so gross now, man. See, it's What's even better, though, is he's like, Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Uh, do right, it. Right, okay, it's purple. <sighs> like, like, he's completely unable to understand how yeah. implausible this whole oh, thing okay. is. Okay, he's like, Oh, okay. He's oh, <laughs> going with it, man. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. But then, Batman hits with the, excuse me. This is actually probably yeah. the most sexual moment of this whole film. Yeah. And yeah. it's so gross. Too. Yeah, but yes, Batman hits with, excuse me. Can you dance with Devin Pill tonight? That damn, they get so much mileage out of that fucking phrase. That's a good phrase, though. It's a weird phrase. It's See, and look that, she's dropping down like she's going, yeah, that's going right. some loving. Right, this is a kid's movie. Technically. It's PG, dude. Yeah, technically, yeah. Like I said, I think I was seven when I watched this. God, kid. Idiot. You made me, remember? <laughs> you dumped me in that bad account. That wasn't easy to get over with. Don't you think I didn't try? <laughs> but yeah, I do like the dichotomy there, like in this movie where like Bat uh, Joker made technically made Batman, but Batman, Batman technically made, made Joker. Joker. Yeah. Which you still have a little bit in the Frank Miller stuff. A little bit. But like uh There's always a question, an unresolved question, who created who? Yeah. Fake teeth, <laughs> you know, the blood, yeah. Punching, yeah. How's, yeah? How's the black man able to make the but Joker tries it, like breaks his own damn hand. What else was great too was that uh, the 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 old boy who was just like whooping on him forever. He hit him in the stomach like eight times. It didn't even hurt his hands. Yeah, I guess it's mean Jack Napier's got like glass bones. Yeah, and he's literally like, uh, like he kind of he's kind of telling him who he is by saying this shit like you killed my parents. I killed your parents. You wouldn't need a guy with glasses. And he, and he <laughs> says, he says, I was a kid when I killed your parents. But yeah. This is so stupid. I don't know why they didn't do that. Because it's over. awesome. No, but they look over. Like, he, of course he's going to do that. They want to see him dead. <laughs> and now they're both hanging off of a ledge and Jack and just sitting there laughing at their dope people on ass. I like to see him. I like the gargoyles on there. Yeah. Who are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's very Jack Nicholson. And Batman's just hanging out. He's got his grappling gun. Yeah, he's, he's just yeah. Hanging. I like this shit. Hey, can I give you a hand? Do a fake hand. <laughs> hey, why would you have? And what's also great is how strong Michael Keaton is. Yeah, he's he, he, he just swinging around by the wall. While holding her, I was like, yeah. Don't worry, I'll swing you all the way around. So all the way around. around. <laughs> so the point where you can get to the ledge again. He's like switching arms and shit. You see him? Yeah. This is so weird. 
Yeah, we're getting all city in here, folks. But uh, like to see you. <laughs> we got the Joker copter coming in on, across the map to pick him up. Hey, guess what? Louis Anderson survived. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Look <laughs> I told you. You've been, you been saying that. I know, I know you've been saying that, but yeah, he does look like a. Like he a does flat. a lot, like a slightly uh, a less better flat, Louis. A less fat Louis Anderson. Yeah, yeah. With, a, with a gap and shit. Yeah. Or you know what? Maybe Adam McKay. Was it? Was Adam McKay in this movie? No. <laughs> he no. looks a little like Adam McKay, doesn't he? No. No. I don't Dude. Go I back to Talladega Nights in your brain. I know, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about, but still. Put sunglasses on Adam. I see more. I see more. It's more Louie, but. I, 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 I see more Louie. I see more Louie. I see more Louie. Sometimes I just kill myself. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, are his last words. This is just when we finally get Batman going, oh yeah, I have a grappling gun. Yeah, he finally after, after walking up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a bolus. Forty flights of stairs. It's like a bolus too. So it yeah. ties Jack Nicky to the fucking gargoyle. Yeah, the... how that did that entire <coughs> death <them. laughs> together is insane. It's like a bolus and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Then of course the gargoyle snaps off the structure, which of course pretty much weighs hundreds of pounds. Yeah. The fact that he's even able to hold on for as long as he is with that gargoyle attached to him is a testament. That's the strength you have when you're about to die. And meanwhile, hey Batman, how about we get off the ledge? Because he's not yeah, going yeah, 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 yeah. to be stepping on your, your hands anymore. Yeah, you can literally get up now. <laughs> and <laughs> at the very last moment, when he has no more strength to give. Bye bye, Joker. <laughs> All the way to the ground. All the way down. That's a hell of a fall, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you street pizza, bro. Like, considering the. Uh, which which uh, also kind of makes how he looks when you find him at the end here kind of impossible considering how far he flew. Yeah, he's in a way to get a shape. And now they, and now, they uh, and this, now, he, now he remembers he has the grapple to his Yeah, exactly. As he's falling, he's like, oh yeah, I have one of these. And I had it upgraded to be able to hold her quote-unquote 108 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and just hanging there. I'm, like, I'm just going to hang out. I'm not even going to retract yeah, it. Yeah, we're just going to hang out. I'm gonna look at her for a second and be like, you know, if you'd have told me the and truth. Like, and she just like faces on well. like, God damn. If you could tell me the truth about what you weighed, we'd already be at the top, but you lied to me. Yeah, so Jack here apparently has made us some solid shit because he leaves a crater. But he himself is not complete mush. Yeah, exactly. He fell from like 100 plus feet. Oh, dude, it, it had to be more than that. He had some scratches. He had to have fallen from And his body is still intact. Yeah, his body is still intact. And he hears this weird ass laughing sound. And I was like, what the hell is that? I mean, there's a little blood on his face, but there's, like, no blood coming out of his body, really. Not really. You see a little blood behind him, but like yeah. a fucking laughing bag. A green laughing bag. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that was a real thing. I thought, what the fuck is this? It was like a laughing bag. Oh, this is a real thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, they made it a real thing because of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and then, like, of course, here, uh... We're, yeah. we're back with Jedi Springfield. <laughs> on the steps of Gotham. It's that damn same statue. <laughs> we're on the steps of Gotham. And now, the, and now the mayor and the district attorney and Commissioner Gordon are all going to be taking credit for everything that Batman did. But the good news is, Kim Basinger had time to go get her haircut and she now has bangs. And, like, and, she, and you still, <laughs> even, spec, even, even though you risked your, even though you risked your life for me, you still ain't getting and like now we received a letter from Batman this morning uh, the people of Gotham have earned a rest from crime well <laughs> the forces of evil should rise again to cast a shadow on the heart of the city call me <laughs> what's, <laughs> what, 
What's great about this whole thing is that throughout the entire movie, the mayor almost is never allowed yeah. to talk. He's always sitting in the yeah. background no, while, sure. while Harvey's he, talking. He gave us a signal. <laughs> <laughs> and then the debut of the bat signal. Yep. The beginning of the franchise. Hell yeah, buddy. Look at that shit. That damn Darren Elfman music, man. It always goes with it. And she yeah, looks buddy. up and she sees the damn bad signal, too. Like, uh-huh. oh, oh, shit. Can you, come, <laughs> can you come pick me up? Oh, you know what? He's probably working. Maybe so, I'll see him later. I'll see his brother. Oh, oh, well, that's the way. I even, guess I'll get Yeah, he didn't even haul. She just turned around and he was. <laughs> she just sensed that Alfred was looking at yeah, her. Yeah! That's what she did. I believe champagne is an order for what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you're getting liquored up by the time this one gets Drink the movie. bottle by yourself. Yeah, That's the way this is going. And then our last words of the movie. Uh, Mr. Wayne called and said he might be a little late. And she ate some of I'm not a bit surprised. <laughs> He's been around time. He's so unreliable. Yeah. Yes. And now we leave. And we're going to have our epic shot up. Are we going to see the Monarch Theater? No, I'm not. I love the Monarch. But we got the big finale by Danny Elfman with the da 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 da. I love this finale. Dude, it's a it's a great film. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Look at uh, this. It's a scale model. But yeah, the, yeah. The, the auto models are great. Dude, cool. they're killer, man. The amount of the amount yeah. of time and energy these guys put into it. And now we have the Batman ready to serve as the protector of Gotham City. Yeah. Just like you just said, it's one of the best things ever happened to Warner's. Yeah, the beginning of a franchise, man. Yeah, yeah very uneven franchise, but the beginning of a hey, franchise. Hey, you know what? If they can't all, they can't all be home runs. All right, folks. So that was Batman, and uh, I hope you really enjoyed it as much as we did watching it. And uh, anything uh, she didn't like, I don't care. <laughs> At all. At all. <laughs> uh, we. We do this for us. <laughs> we did it for us. And we, just hope you, we just hope you enjoyed it too. And if you didn't, again, we don't. We don't really care. Yeah. Don't. Do, don't, don't don't do the the watch alongs. Do the other ones if you like them. Doesn't matter to us. <laughs> Thanks <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> yeah. But uh, again, folks, thank you so much for listening with us. Uh, that was our uh, '89 Batman. Uh, you can join us next week. We'll have another subject for you. We're trying to figure that out right now. Yeah. But until next time, this is your boy JD and AJ, and uh, we'd like to say uh, have a good night and peace. Yeah, and uh, in all seriousness, uh, let us know what you want to watch. Yeah, please. We'll, we'll do know. a watch along. Like, like, comment, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And I, I know I kind of ended abruptly, but well, we, let's go back in there a little bit. Uh, so now we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. It's been all two right. hours. Right. Get a life. All, all right, right, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>